1: Welcome to a show called Hakes, a podcast in which we explore love, hates, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. And g- g- bloody hell, it's like ships in the night, <laughs> one one guy leaves, another one comes in. I'm Nick. Nick's here. I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, I
0: can't stand to be in the room with him anymore. No. And, and this schism, which has been broiling away, as I'm sure the listeners have been able to detect for... Years actually, really since episode one.
1: Oh, it's it's there if you read. Yeah, read, th- read between the lines.
0: <laughs> this drama has bloomed into a into a
1: gorgeous flower. I dream of it being a schism. <laughs> a schism would be a merciful improvement based on what we currently have.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I won't. I won't
1: be in the room with him. I won't. I refuse. <laughs> Get him out of my sight. Yeah, <laughs> no, I won't even look at him.
0: So the fact that he had a legitimate excuse tonight was perfect for me. So
1: yeah, he. um He's he is actually working. Yeah, yeah. We for should, once. I know. Am I right? Um, he he has, he doesn't. I was going to say to his credit. No, it's the exact opposite. Like mm. he does have a habit of pointing these things out generally. C- yeah, like right before we're actually. I mean, he must have
0: known about this date for literal months.
1: Ex- as somebody who used to work in education, mm-hmm, yeah. like it is pretty much the most important day of the year, and it's always the same. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think there's a sweet spot with regards to. Uh, telling someone that you're not going to make a date. Because if you do it too early, they'll just forget. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then you'll get around to that date like two or three weeks before and they'll just be like, or a week before, and they'll just be like, hey, hey, we're good for tonight. And you're like, I told you. And you'll be like, I don't remember. <laughs> because I don't have a memory that lasts longer than, say, a month at best. No. So there's a sweet spot, but he definitely misses the sweet spot by uh a good decade or so
1: yeah and and it is hard to keep appointments and and i think one of like the really just kind of useful and reliable things about this podcast is that it's every two weeks yeah it's really it really doesn't (laughs) change no it's the
0: only um rock in my life actually yeah it's the only consistent thing i have and
1: i and i hold on to it pretty tightly uh, maybe not as tightly as you. No, well, so someone's, I'm like Norm at the bar. I'm just kind of like yeah, you are. Someone, yeah. someone has to be there for the guests. Old Faithful, we call you. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the Old Faithful John. He's always on the podcast. Uh,
1: the I often will post earlier in the week in our private chat, the three of us. We have a show called Hey And chat. I will say, are we still up for Thursday? Mm. And I, it, it looks like I'm asking the group. Mm. Yeah, but I know. But what I'm really... <laughs> you is, know you is, know what I'm really
0: asking? Chris Ray yeah. you know, available? He's this. a busy boy. He's he got a lot going boy. on. He is probably the most... Well, no, he's definitely the most sociable of us. He's got all these engagements and things. He's like, he's like a sort of Southern belle in the sort of 1800s, you know. I never miss an appointment, sort of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, like
1: Yeah, we and and to his credit, this is genuinely to his okay, credit. Okay, here we go. Yeah. I feel if we didn't have him in our lives, there's a very good chance we would never do anything remotely normal. That's very true, yeah. because
0: he's constantly, him and Liz, But
1: are like,
0: hey, shall we go to the park this weekend? Because there's an event where people are, I don't know, taking their dogs for walks. And yeah. it's like, and oh, I'm, a human thing.
1: And I'm like squatting in my boxes <laughs> in, 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 in my kind of office. I like just covered in gunpla. yeah, You know, and I'm like... C- covered in gunpla. <laughs> I swear. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, the outside... <laughs> You know, and then I just go and yeah, uh, you know, vigorously scour myself down, and then I turn up looking like a
0: like a kind of a human, kind being. of like a normal person. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually like sort of drowning, like head down, like an ostrich with its head in sand, but just in a boxer, a Tupperware of Lego, and I just. <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, but no, it's true, and and they're, yeah. they're always like. Like recently they were like Hey shall we This is an actual thing That happened in our actual social lives Chris and Liz were like We found this great pastry bakery mm, And I think our listeners Have heard a
1: little bit about it Ah have they But please But, um, but, but yeah.
0: it, it, this is a, a prime example of it It's like there's this great bakery And we're like what We live in the same town as you And they're like hey Sunday morning Shall we go down Join this queue yeah. And get some sweet baked goods And it was awesome I know But it was a very human thing to do And that's not to say It's like boring or conventional Yeah They do interesting shit But I just don't leave my house Unless Chris or Liz Sends me a text to say Hey do you no, want to me. The
1: thing is, when they get hot news, it's about a secret bakery on a trading <laughs> estate. And when we get hot news, it's like because there's a new Togepi shiny coming yes, out. Indeed, indeed. You know, yeah. And we're like, and for some reason, he just doesn't care. No, and, I, and we
0: tell him about the Togepi shiny. And he goes, those words aren't in a language I'm familiar with. Mm. And we're like, what? Like, and it's infuriating. I know. It's, it feels like talking to a wall sometimes. But I, then maybe he's more better connected. I don't know. I don't think he is. I'm still happy with the token stuff.
1: He does have these odd moments of like he once like uh, he once said to me, uh, he said John, he said you have it together like 99.9 percent of the time. Okay, but when you drop the ball, oh, you really you drop, drop it hard. You, you drop it hard. Yeah, I've had two two things this week.
0: Oh, where well, you've dropped the ball? Yeah. Oh no. Where
1: or or it feels like you only had if you'd added like a comedy soundtrack. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that
0: <laughs> sort of music. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I know what you mean.
1: about an hour, hour and a half before recording this show, mm. I was prepping tea. I was making dinner Deniable. for Lucy and I. It had been a bit of a stressful day. i been working quite hard. Got a lot done, but just like, oh, I need to clear my head. I'm going to cook. Cool. So I'm prepping tea, doing like a poke ball. You know, got some salmon. got some rice. got, got some rice, some got some nice soft, soft <laughs> eggs, that sort of thing. And we had some... Padron peppers Oh yeah You know Those cute little Green peppers Delightful Go, go to a bistro bar oh, no. Have a beer You know And they're like Would you like some Padron peppers I'm like Yes I would Fuck fuck, actually yes I'm charmed And they'll bring you A little saucepan Full of like these <laughs> you did a little
0: spade action there I was like They're served on a little spade well, it's, it's A it's, little it's, trowel <laughs> yeah,
1: A tiny little trowel comes in Yeah And you just have this big Salty bowl of Padron yes. peppers And they're like Delightful They're um, great mm, mm, Oh mm. a sweetness mm. I don't really think Of a Padron pepper as being spicy? No, uh, no, no. You just think of it as like it's just a pleasant.
0: Yeah, kind of like an olive, you know, like a, yeah.
1: I mean, not not in spice levels, but in terms of like the S-
0: positioning in savory in food. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. a savory
1: treat. Exactly. And um, I, uh, we, I was cooking it and I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll char these a bit. You want them to kind of nice, like this back? Yes. In? So, Ooh, oh, I was veg. frying I like it. That. And Lucy said, and in hindsight, these were maybe like kind of it was a bit of like a, a warning. But she said, do you know what the interesting thing about Padron Peppers is? And I said, no. And She yeah, said, tell me." She said, apparently, like, one in ten are, like, really spicy. So oh. that's why they're good bar food, because it's like a kind of roulette. You never know what you're going to get. And I'm like, I've never had a spicy Padron. No. So many anyway, of these are just cooking in a, in a pan. And then I start kind of, like, coughing, you know. And, I, and I'm like, oh, it's... <clears throat> Oh, something a bit, something a bit kind of acrid in yeah.
0: music. And, and then Lucy's coughing a bit, and then I'm like, "Oh
1: gosh, I guess they're a little spicy." Ooh. And then it progressed to like, like oh 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 my god! And I'm like, "I'm going to take them off the heat because I, I think this is actually just kind of I, I think I'm dying." Yeah, maybe. And like, but maybe the, the the heat is cooking off them. Right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So I, I I I didn't touch it, but I, I got like a you know a uh, spatula and I picked up a tiny bit of padron pepper and mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut it in half and I just put a tiny bit on my lips I was like oh that's quite hot you know I was like oh it's burning and I was like I don't think um, I honestly don't think I can eat these because I'm a bit weak for heat sure you know Lucy's a bit stronger yeah but I was like I'm not going to have any of these but you can decide darling fine <laughs> go upstairs pick up a book because I'm like oh I wonder if I'll read this I love this. a book oh well, I think I've got an eyelash in my eye oh no no uh, no I'm, no, I'm no. going to rub my eyeball <laughs> no Within seconds.
0: Oh my God, I've done this. Not with a Padron, but I've done yeah. This. Yeah.
1: But Padrons are meant to be mild. Padrons yeah. are your friend. They should be. Within seconds, blinding agony. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Blinding yeah. agony. I mean, I was
0: an idiot because I did it with a literal chili, which oh. are known to be spicy foods, right? So you at least have a slight Kind of. I'm not necessarily going to give it to you because you're already choking to death at, over it. So, you know, but you do have a slight allowance here because yeah, they're not thank you. typically thank you. spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it
1: looks just like a green pepper, yeah, yeah. but smaller. It doesn't look evil.
0: And I feel like like a classic pepper that you just... Like a normal pepper. Yeah. If I touch my eye after touching that, that wouldn't give me Nothing, a spice, sc- I, no. No. It'd be quite refreshing. If anything, I, sh- I actually should squeeze one into my eye. Yeah. Um, and to feel alive. Well,
1: people would pay a lot at <laughs> yeah. an exclusive... Uh, Spa. spa, that's yeah. a word. I was there gonna say go. gym, but yeah, no, or spa, gym. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I've done it with touching a
0: chili, and that was just stupid, it yeah. was just downright stupid. Well, in the
1: past, it. I've got it in my nose, oh, yeah, but I've never, but honestly, like, it oh, is, it's the worst. I I think I've done it more than once, actually, <laughs> just, to feel, just to feel something. <laughs> the it was agony on a level I haven't felt in quite some time, and there's nothing you can do, no, like, I. I used Optrex. Have you ever used Optrex? Like eye wash, isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, slightly saline, I
0: think. Yeah, which you think would be bad for your eyes as well, putting salt water in an eye. But at this point, you know, I'll your take tears anything. are salty. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe that's why.
1: But I was, I was, I had my head, uh, head under the tap. I was like, you know, <sighs> like just literally like crying, yeah. yeah, but trying to cry, but couldn't open my left eye. It. I, and when I did pry it open, bright red. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. This is it. You can't open it as yeah. well. It's frustrating as yeah. hell. You
0: really want to just pull that thing open and gush some water into it. But then, like,
1: you know. And this like, was
0: like an hour before now.
1: Yeah. Because you look fine. I know. Anything, I know. not think you look great. It's so, up. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe it's refreshing. <laughs> Your left eye is particularly vibrant, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> all blood in it. <laughs> no, all that conjunctive eye is just gone. <laughs> but, flushed out. But then my nose is burning. Yeah. And I'm like, is it traveling down my nose? Like, is, this, is it oh in my... my God. Is it it's like, my... it gone in through your eye? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And yeah. then and then it's like, my right eye starts burning a bit because I guess some of my snot is getting in my eye. And Brilliant, And then, then yeah. my lips are burning. I'm like, this is horrendous. Like, it's getting worse. And, and, and I think the, the, the frightening thing about it is that like, you get slightly older and you start... And, you know, if you're very lucky... You don't have regular terrible pain in your life. Yeah,
0: true. That's such a good point. Yeah.
1: We're always like as a kid and teen and young
0: adult. Yeah. I was constantly getting into scrapes, mm. Less so as I got older. But I uh, like getting into pain was kind of like a thing that you dealt yeah. with when you were younger. But now uh you, you, you can control your environment well enough. Yes. That and that that breeds uh inability to deal with said pain. Yeah. Because that... then suddenly you're
1: like, fuck, what's this? Because I don't want to say that like I'm not like bloody like Ray Mears or anything I'm not like you know oh yeah I can handle anything I'm an adult you know yeah. I pay my taxes you know but then <laughs> like this pain hit me so quickly and mm. so hard and I was so instantly incapacitated mm-hmm. that any illusions I might have harboured about thinking like oh yeah I can deal with it oh yeah if push came to shove I could fight I, it I'd, I'd, be, I'd be there this you is
0: know? what pepper spray is right
1: yes what you just felt tonight is like someone had pepper sprayed yeah. you but I have been pepper sprayed have you have yeah, this has, come, this has come up on the podcast. Oh, yes, yes, but, uh, that's right. Indirectly yeah. pepper spray. Yes, I got remember, like it. secondhand pepper spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was more like coughing. Mm. But I guess I was lucky I didn't get it in my eyes, mm. to be honest. That one guy got it in his eyes. <laughs> got it in his eyes bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he's never forgotten it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. So, yeah. Well, I don't know whether
0: that counts as you dropping the ball, like, majorly dropping. I mean, you shouldn't have rubbed your eye. No. And it obviously, it became much bigger. But really, your biggest crime here was rubbing an eye. Yeah. Yeah, that's not thing is, I catastrophic kind of, failure. I kind of feel quite attached to my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I use them I quite think, a bit. Uh, quite a lot I think about <clears throat> going blind. Yeah. And how I would not like that very much. No. no. It wouldn't be high on my list of priorities. No,
1: indeed, yeah. I, I think um, if that, uh, yeah. I often think about like, well, if I lost my sight, I have to pivot pretty hard mm. to another creative endeavour because yeah. I think it's, a yeah.
0: I guess audio books.
1: A yeah. thing for me to enjoy. Yes.
0: But yeah, yikes.
1: Anyway, the other the other kind of stupid thing that happened to me is that I've been running.
0: Uh, I think I might know this story, but for the, yeah, for well, the listeners. The long and
1: short of it is we finally come out the other side of a heat wave. Yes. Uh, I went for a big ass run. Big ass run. It was my longest one to date. How long? Uh, 11 and a half miles. Holy crap, that's long. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, the heavens opened around mile four. Uh, yes, and it's probably the wettest I've ever been, <laughs> including like swimming. And I, and I had a shower like this morning, you know, <laughs> like it was like two months worth of kind of pent up rain.
0: I guess the reason it would be wetter, the wettest you've ever been, is because typically, and I don't know this for sure, but you don't shower with clothes on. No, no. no. And also, you don't tend to go into a pool or into the sea. Fully dressed. No, 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 not um, regularly. No. And I guess with your wearing clothes and you get wet, it feels more wet. Yeah,
1: but it felt actually in the moment quite refreshing. I bet it did. Like it felt after the, the month we've had. Yeah. I was Actually,
0: when you sent the message to say I am more than drenched, yeah. uh, I, I was kind of jealous,
1: actually. It, yeah. was, it was kind of wonderful. And then you're already soaked. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it's not going to get any worse. Yeah. Like it, it's probably impossible for me to get wet. But it did get worse, didn't it? Well, only because some of the later consequences, because I had like a little bum bag on. Yes. You know, and I had my phone in there, mm-hmm. then I had my headphones. pro. And I'd been having some trouble while running. I think I was getting so sweaty that the sweat was leaking into the little kind of like volume control thing on my headphones. Nice. Because uh, they're cabled. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd be running and then the volume would go maximum and then nothing. And then max, which is quite distracting when you're trying to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd wrapped electrical tape around it. I was feeling very prepared. Yeah. Didn't really have that issue. Great. Great. Anyway, I think the long and short of it is I think I flooded my phone, uh, which, oh was, which was running my, my podcast. It was running uh, Strava. So while you were out running, did it you, cut out? No. Okay. It's so fine. it survived all the way to the end of the Got run. Got home. Used it that evening. Oh, no problem. Put it Put it into charge. Oh. Woke up in the morning. Went to turn it on. Fucked. Died.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Because they say that if your phone gets wet, the best thing you can do is turn it off. Then there's no charge inside it, and the charge will short. Obviously, if there's water in there, but the fact that you were using it after the fact—that's yeah. weird, isn't it? I've heard
1: some people say that, like, when you're charging it, it might heat up, so water might vaporize. Oh shit! In the phone, that's probably not good. It's probably not good at all. That sounds to be bad. Honest. Yeah, yeah. And then, and because th- I didn't think there was a problem in, no. the, in the moment, or I would have like, because it was working in the evening. Yeah, because it, it, it gave me sweet, sweet audio all the way around that run, and mm. then. You get home and you're like. So is it completely fucked? Well, I've had to, I've I've left it with a guy to get repaired. Oh, a guy. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's not working. No. So. Okay. I have no I have no phone at present. Fingers crossed. Which is quite liberating. Actually. Yeah, I can imagine. Actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you didn't have to go quite this far to reach that level of liberation. Liberation.
1: Sure. Libation. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Delicious. Delicious libation.
1: I've got to say, like being that wet was great—genuinely <laughs> great for hydration while running. Mm. Yeah, like I felt, I felt pretty. Oh like,
0: yeah. Mm. Well, it's done wonders for your skin.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Your eyes. <laughs> you look at one red eye. <laughs> red yellow, eye, John. Yellow skin. <laughs> um, I, I, I what's, what's up with you? Well, the reason I was away off of the last
0: podcast and shit. It was because I was in
1: America. Oh, they've heard. Oh, have they? They're yeah, heard. we talked
0: at length. Oh God. But
1: I think we want to hear your
0: side. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, I'll listen to that episode as and when I'm, I'm. I'm. ready. I'm not ready yet. Um. But yeah, it was um uh, wild. In my defence, over Chris Ray, this was a very last minute thing. Yes. So, indeed. Uh, so normally, if I was planning a holiday, I'd like to think I'd tell you that I'm not going to be there. But did you um, bring
1: your Win, prize. Win, I didn't. You, uh. No,
0: It's inherently not especially good on a, po- a podcast. Media. Well
1: given that when we normally try to record like you and Chris Ray are quite happy smashing keys. Oh yeah. Bricks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bags of marbles against a microphone. Actually having a genuine medal. To clink against I, some th- equipment. That's the kind of audio poison I'd welcome <laughs> you know. Well I didn't bring it.
0: Um, next time next time next sure time. Yeah. but I won, I won a medal mm. yes I won an award I went out on the basis that maybe I would win I've been nominated for said award which I'm sure you've talked all about um, mm. and and I won one I can't quite believe it
1: so talk us through your whirlwind what was it like five days whirlwind
0: um, yeah what was it four days three nights that's
1: enough to sample America I think well, I think you got a good uh, cross section in yeah. that side
0: uh, sure I mean I've, we flew to um Indianapolis, which is where the, the convention was, at which was the award ceremony. Um, and on the way there, we had a, a stopover in uh, Detroit, where ah. we changed, changed flights, and then we flew down to Indianapolis. And along the way, quite a few lovely American air hostesses and such, staff and things, were asking us, hey, you know, where are you going? Because they realized we're Brits quite quickly. And, uh, and we were like, oh, we're going to Indianapolis. And their, <laughs> their faces would just fall. They'd just be like, oh, why? <laughs> And we were like, oh, that's pretty mean. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. can't be. It can't be that bad. Like and and when we got there, uh show was great. Incredibly massive convention, you know, board games up the wazoo, RPGs, everything. It was it was an amazing show.
1: It was a Christian literature conference. That's wasn't it That's correct. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um and uh and but yeah, but Indianapolis, whoo, not got a lot going for it. Not got a lot.
1: Um it's like Presumably, if you're going to Indiana...
0: Yeah. you would, It's probably the best place in Indiana. You
1: would just go to Indianapolis. Like, presumably, there's yeah. nowhere else worth going. I you know? think so. Like, Sorry, Indiana.
0: I know. Let's I do, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone was saying it before I said it. And then I got there and I was like, oh, I, I kind of get it. It's so weird, though, because I've been to New York and I lived in Atlanta for a year as a kid. Oh, yeah. And, and those are cities that behave in the way that you imagine a city would. And Indianapolis is like a movie set that's trying to pretend to be a city. But when you turn a corner, there's just it's nothing cut, down. cardboard
1: cutouts <laughs> of buildings. It's yeah.
0: kind of like you turn a corner and you think, oh, there'll be another street of shops, like the street of shops, the only street of shops I've seen. And there's just nothing. And, and yet you're just you're still in the centre and there's skyscrapers around you, but there's like four skyscrapers. And it's like it's like America has this idea of what cities have to be. Yeah. And so they just have to do those things. But but they don't have any of the the supporting gumph to go along with it. <laughs> right. Okay. So so every city is trying to be New York, but every city can't be New York. So they just are weird, empty sort of copies of it. Which and I don't know this is true for other cities, but this is how Indianapolis felt. It was like, oh, we're Indianapolis, we're a we're anapolis. You know, we're like metropolis. That that's a big uh, word, uh, right? Yeah. And it's like I swear it's smaller than Cheltenham. <laughs> I swear it is, but it's got more skyscrapers than Cheltenham. But it was just it was just these weird little few streets that kind of had some big shops in them. Yeah. And then it was just you, you walk for like 20 minutes and you're outside of it. And it's just industrial estate, car park, concrete, just f- as flat as far as the eye can see. It was so weird. It was so strange. And it, and it made me wonder whether is this what most American cities Is this what normal America is like? But yeah, we only it, see the touristy bits. You yeah, because
1: outside your San Francisco's and your New York's and yes. your Los Angeles, this is just...
0: Is this what... Because it's just space. Yeah, It's just infinite space as far as the eye can see. And because there's so much space, there's no reason to keep anything in any way sort of clustered near to it, e- each other. So the idea of a city and certainly in the UK context of a city, is like, let's bring all of these these handy shops and these, and these restaurants and things that people need. Yeah. And let's put them all in one place so that we can all access them. But when you've got infinite space and you've got a pickup truck that's the size of my house and, it, and yeah. you just drive everywhere, then... There's just no, there's no need to keep everything near to each other. So everything just ends up like bleeding out into this puddle of just infinite environment. It's just is, all man-made. Is like Indiana quite flat? Yeah, very flat. Right, yeah. yeah. Noticeable from flying in as well. It's just like flat, <laughs> like wild. So, yeah, so strange. So, so strange.
1: So did you like, so uh, what was the convention center? Is that like right in the middle of it? Right or? in the middle of the city. Yeah. yeah. And
0: insanely
1: big. Like everything's
0: big. But this is like wild, like this is, well, I mean, the Excel Center is big, right, in London, but that's out of town because it's yeah. so big. So imagine something that I think was probably at least as big as the Excel Center, but right in the center of town. Mm. That's, that's wild already. And it's this huge building, multi-floor. It's got all of these different rooms, but it's weirdly sort of like old fashioned. It's got this like 70s, like, like blocky kind of architecture vibe to it, like brutalist yeah. architecture sort of thing. Um, and just huge, huge spaces inside that are all, di- all connected. to. It's like a labyrinth. It's it's so weird. Like really easy to get lost. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And you had to go in and then you had to go get COVID checked. They were super hot on COVID and everything for the show anyway. Not not America in general, but for the show. Yeah. Had to be masked up the entire time. That's better than most of the UK at the moment. Um, had to prove it. And then and then you had to go to another place and queue up for another thing in order to get your tickets. And our tickets weren't there because they'd been moved to somewhere else. And it was a whole, like, half a day just to get our tickets, just to get into the show, um, which was
1: wild. I mean, you didn't get, like, VIP treatment or anything well, like that.
0: Well, this is the weird thing. We we did. And that was the problem. So we, <coughs> right. had, we had free tickets. And they were looked after by the the, the people running the awards yeah, the Ennies. Um, and so the way it worked is apparently the way it worked is that your tickets were stored somewhere else. We didn't realize this until we got to the front of the queue, which took about 20 minutes. And then they're like, Oh no, if you're, if you're a special VIP, essentially your tickets will be in this weird room. So we're like, okay, off we go. doody do, do Off we go to the room, go into the room. Oh, we talked to the people in there. They're like, Oh yeah, your, your person in charge of your group will have picked up your tickets and they'll have them. So if you just go see them and I'm like, I'm English. Hello. I'm, Hello. I'm English. I'm English, Nick. And I don't know anything about anyone that you're talking about. I don't have a phone number. I don't. I don't know who's in charge of the Ennies. What the hell? I haven't
1: slept in um, <laughs> seventeen furlongs. <laughs> Who am I? Help me!
0: <laughs> I parked my foot cycle outside. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're just like, oh, you don't know? Do you not have a number for for who's in charge of the Nnies? No, I don't have a number.
1: No, that but that would presuppose that they provided you with that information, yeah. Yeah, And then
0: they're like, oh, well, um, the Ennies have a booth in the show. And I was like, oh, right. Do I need a ticket to get into the show?
1: And they just looked at me and they just
0: went, yeah, you do, yeah. And I was like, so what you're telling me is the person who has my tickets has taken them all from here and has gone into the show with them. And they're like, yeah, I think that's what's happened, yeah.
1: What? (laughs) I'd like, I mean, in their very milk milk toast (laughs) defence... I would like to say this is not unique no. to Gen Con by the sound of it. We've had this kind of shit before. I was saying this to Ali. I was just yeah. like,
0: this. apparently we travel for like 11 hours across the planet and it's exactly the same bullshit as back home. Exactly the same. Yeah. So anyway, I had to get like essentially a a, a sort of escort man. Um,
1: in case was, you ran off and having fun yeah. yeah no fun for you <laughs> <laughs> British boy
0: <laughs> and he had this face mask on that was like a sort of tube sleeve that went up from his neck right up <laughs> to his face like under his eyeballs and it was covered in like stains and stuff I don't know whether he'd just oh, been forcing no. food through this tube sleeve oh no but he was really friendly he's a lovely guy um, and, um, and yeah and he was like I'll escort you onto the show floor and then you can go find this person Sure. I don't know and we go to he does he escorts me onto the show floor we get to the stand and they're like, no, we don't have them. And I'm like, well, what now then? Like, literally what now? Like, we, what's we your picked, grand we solution? We appeared to be in an impasse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a movable wall, like unstoppable force situation here. So they ended up just having to create two random passes for Ali and I because they couldn't organize themselves in any way. And there, there was this top tier man. We, we, went, we escalated this right to the top. And this guy could just print passes out. And he was just like, fine, I believe you. I'll just make two passes. And if you ever find the person who actually has your pass, can you make sure that they destroy them? Because otherwise there's extra passes in the system or something. Destroy them. It's Um So we did eventually get in. And it was an awesome show. Like, it was, it was yeah. brilliant. Like, so, so big. Like, just, just... And it was frustrating in a way because we had to... We only had so much suitcase space. And I could have, I could have bought a lot more. I t- I'm telling you now. Whew. Well,
1: <laughs> as as somebody who has a cat sat for you, mm. it's weird because like, since you got back from America, oh yes, we, we've barely seen each other. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, it's like, just been like, life's just been stuff's been going on. We haven't worked together or anything, and um, but we have cat. We've checked on your cat for you. Yeah, saw
0: more of my cat than me.
1: Yeah, but so I've been in your house while you've been away. <laughs> so I have seen that. like, oh, Nick's got a new card game. No, there's a new card game. It's like <laughs> yep. it litter, littering various it's, it's, surfaces. It's, it's research, John. Yeah. It's oh, research, God, yeah. It's very, yeah. It's very yeah. important tax, research. Tax deductible. Tax deductible
0: yeah. research, my friend. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have, yeah, wild. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, really, really cool. Like, probably if you take the biggest MCM we've ever had in the UK, and I'd say double it. That was the size of just the show floor, just the dealer show floor of of Gen Con. And then there was all the extra stuff. Like there were various brands that had their own rooms. There was like LARPing going on in a hotel that connected to the convention center via a sky bridge. Was that just a coincidence or? (laughs) Yeah. It's always (laughs) happening in Indianapolis. (laughs) What I don't understand, right, is that are they actually LARPing in there or was it like a LARPing mini convention? Because if they're actually LARPing, right, from what I understand about LARPing, they tend to do it in fields and forests and stuff. Yeah. Because then they can pretend that that forest is like a fantasy forest in another world. But how do you pretend that a hotel foyer is another world? I guess it
1: depends very much on the rich narrative you're weaving. (laughs) Sure. Maybe the LARP is
0: about hotel management, in which case, this is a great place to, to live out that fantasy. Yeah. Or Uh, some
1: kind of, like, terrifying urban limbo, in which case Indianapolis sounds like the perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or maybe at a stretch, maybe you're all on board a starship and it kind of just looks like a hotel. Yeah. That could kind of work, maybe. But I did see a lot of people dressed up, and they weren't dressed like spaceship people. They were dressed like fantasy foresty people. I so see.
1: Not sure about that one. Well, tell us tell us about the award ceremony itself, because that's yes. what I, I haven't heard anything about this. So
0: that I. was grand as all hell. I was not expecting this. I had I had this big fear that it was going to be this like little cupboardy side room, and it was just going to be like a box to stand on, and that and I'd float all <laughs> well, the way that, around that, the world. That, like those
1: kind of um, rooms where they often hold like panels. Yeah, where it's literally yeah. like a like a. As if, as if you were, as if it was like a a toilet bleach yes. conference or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it,
0: and it's like a little room,
1: and maybe a ceiling tiles hanging off,
0: and the carpet's all brown. <laughs> and there's one guy at and... the front with like a little <coughs> microphone, and and the projector me. isn't working. He's like, and uh, <laughs> winner,
1: is, uh, for uh, for, thank you for coming.
0: So that's what I was expecting. Yeah, but um, but but far from it. It was another building that was adjacent to the convention center. It was an old. Like train station. I say old, as old as something can be in America. Basically, the oldest a building can be in America, which is probably like, what, 200 years old? I like I said two years. <laughs> two years <laughs> yeah, old, yeah, maybe two years. less. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was incredible. It was like a cathedral. It was like wow. like like a nave. It had this huge circular kind of semi stained glass window at the front. It literally did feel like a cathedral, except for the fact that you could also tell it was once a train station. Wow. Um, and it had these. It was like uh, it was it was so much more like a church, like two huge banks of seats with a central aisle down the middle. A church of game. A game you? church. A if game you will. church. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> D&D is my Bible um, Probably about 500, 600 people able to sit there They had a bar at one end Which was just part of the building But they had sort of completely wow. taken over it And they were selling like cocktails That were themed around different things um, And yeah, there was this huge mingling part at the beginning Though I didn't really mingle Because I didn't know anyone at all So I didn't know whether and that was And they didn't know that no. they were in the presence of greatness Well, exactly yeah. This is the kind of weird thing Is that like I looked like just a weird guy Who was just there like I always do when I'm anywhere, you know. And then and then when I got announced, I guess there might have been this moment where it's like, oh, that's who that weird guy is. Like he, he, he made th- a thing, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so the event started and like there were speeches on stage and um, there were these special tables at the front where all these big publishers could like put their staff so like some of the big publishers were like partners of the event or sponsors of it so you had like Modiphius and Chaosium like two
1: big RPG oh, publishers it has got to burn hasn't it <laughs> oh yeah do you have to walk right past oh you yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, accept yeah. it yeah. yeah
0: and they did win some awards like they were up for a few oh that's cute yeah it's yeah, cute isn't <laughs> yeah. it yeah. what did you win again I won best rules that's fun yeah yeah <laughs> 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 For games, that's kind for of games, a big deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's like best actor, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, you know,
0: yeah. I didn't want to say it myself, but yeah. um, the weird thing was is that I I have a very low opinion of myself, as you know, and I, I and rightly so. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you for putting me in my place. Um, and I I didn't think I was going to win anything, but I thought it'd be worth it to go. But I thought that there's there's one category I might win. It's best cover art.
1: I thought you would – Chris Ray and I were reckon, reckoned you'd oh. probably come back with one or two. Did you really? I, well, thank you. You, you weren't going to come back empty-handed. No,
0: I was but, pretty sure I was. <laughs> but, like,
1: but like you, I thought you had a pretty good chance for best cover artwork. Yeah, yeah, and my
0: reasoning for this was that it's basically a popularity contest because I got chosen by the judges but then public voted on, on the final results. Nobody knows what my game is. No Ah, one's ever heard of it. But they can make a snap judgment. But they can make a snap judgment on covers because they're there on the website. There's a cover gallery. And you can just be like, I don't know what Colossal is, but I like the look of that. So bam. I didn't think it was a better cover, but I thought there's a chance that some people might. So that's why I thought I might win. Of all of my nominations, that was the first one to come up. And I didn't win it. And so instantly Mm. my heart sank. I was like, well, I'm not winning anything then. That's the one I was going to win. I know I'm never going to, you know, and I realized at this point, That the reason I'd been thinking I was going to be in a cupboard and I was just going to be stood on a a yellow pages or something was because I thought this industry was small. That was very, very stupid because this industry is huge. Yeah. Like games is massive, but RPGs is fucking massive as well like within that it's wild how big this is and i was like well i'm definitely not gonna win nobody knows who the fuck i am no one's ever played my game there's all these big shots sat at tables clinking glasses and talking about the last 17 awards they won year on year you know what i mean it's like this this huge event it was like being an imposter at the oscars it yeah. felt a bit well, like you
1: sing that. at a table or in like a kind of auditorium? no i
0: was just sat where where the public sit just in a row of seats yeah. but quite close to the front because when we arrived we arrived so early there was just no one there so ali and i just took a really close space because we thought well all that can happen is someone will kick Us out. Um, And we actually ended up being sat next to another nominee of another game who, and she ended up winning two awards as well, which was really cool. Um, But yeah, so I was just like completely convinced that I was like massively in the wrong place. Like this is massive and I'm never going to win anything. And so I thought, well, just to keep myself going just a bit of hope I'm like I know I'll hope for maybe a silver because each award had a silver and a gold oh sure right. yeah. yeah so I was like well maybe I'll win a silver Any, maybe I'll come home with, with it and I started to realise that I wanted to come home with something and that I would feel disappointed if I didn't and then best rules came up and silver was announced and it wasn't me and I was like well that's another one out of the way I'm not going to get gold and then they said my name and I was just like what the fuck <laughs> Like I was not expecting, genuinely not expecting to hear my name to the extent that everything I'd planned as a kind of speech, as it were, just fell out of my head instantly. I was just like, uh, uh, I just wandered up and she just put the medal around my neck and handed me the certificate. And then I was in front of a microphone, just looking out into this (laughs) colossal room, just like oh yeah, what the fuck was I going to say? And as a result, my speech, if you can even call it that, is an incredibly like bumbly, like just sort of overwhelmed, like, I'm, I, I I can't believe I'm here. Like stuff like that. That I was looking at the judges and the hosts and everything. And they're just like nodding, like thumbs up. Like, yeah, you're doing great. This little English boy. And I was just like, I'm just happy. To, thank you so much to everyone and all this. And then I was just like, run, <laughs> just ran off the stage and went back. But as I was walking back, all these people were standing up at their seats and high fiving me as I walked back and stuff, which they were kind of doing for everyone. Yeah, But I think I think there was kind of a sense of, like, these big, a lot of these big publishers had cleaned up a lot of these awards. There was this one guy from this one publisher who just kept getting up. Mm. And he hadn't worked on any of the games, but he no, was the guy who represented course, the company. Of course, yeah. So he had, like, six medals around his neck. And I think everyone was kind of getting bored of him constantly coming up on stage. Yeah. it's like... Yeah, big companies, okay, woo, you know. And but then but then I someone they've never even seen before, of the a game they've never heard of before, I win an award. Not only that, but I win a gold. And I think everyone was kind of like, hey, that's kinda of cool. Yeah.
1: Um speak it of a man.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, it was unbelievable. And then after that I had all sorts of people coming up to me afterwards, including some of the big guys sat at the tables at the front, who of course now suddenly they care about me. Ah. Now I'm not just some random weirdo long-haired British boy in yeah. the corner. <laughs> I'm now someone who won a gold. And so they're shaking my hand. Oh, how, how long? How was your journey? Where have you come from? Oh, I know Cheltenham. Do you? I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, no, it was... I've ne- never... Nothing like it. Never never experienced a single thing like it. But it was awesome. It was really, really cool. Yeah. And now I have a gold medal. which wow. has got dragons on it, for fuck's sake, which is cool.
1: That is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think not many not medals. One, like two probably dragons. not
0: many medals that have dragons on. I know. On. Exactly. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah, all round... A pre- and, and then after I got the award I was like now nah, it all feels worth it and yeah. I was telling myself I, I don't need I, it I know I don't I know. need it
1: but sometimes a win is a win I know, you know and it's very and rare and I don't ever win I know, shit I never win never, anything yeah.
0: and to actually like the nominations were incredible six nominations is outstanding and the most nominated game in this year's ennies which is super super cool but to actually win just one one's all I needed genuinely one is all I needed like just to know that I came away with something yeah and that it wasn't just some weird fluke or it wasn't just the judges but also there was a there was a part to this all that people agreed with yeah and that's wild
1: yeah so. do, you remember, do you remember when the nominations came out and uh, you uh you did some googling yeah. and you found that youtube video oh yeah <laughs> So I, I, we don't can't remember the name. The name is irrelevant. But some random guy on YouTube who was keeping abreast of the gaming news. Yes, he's and got
0: he's got a, he's got a little YouTube channel about RPGs and RPG news. And
1: my read on it, as you described it to me, was that uh, he was looking down the nominee list and was like, "Colossal, colossal, what's this by Niche Angel?
0: This one keeps coming up.
1: Like, what oh. is this all about? Yeah, had a look at it. Very dismissive, like, Very ah, dismissive. well, yeah. this is some skiving universe bullshit." And that's uh, what he said. Yeah. yeah, which is wild.
0: He also. Uh, really wanted Call of Cthulhu to to win some awards because you know they haven't. They're the little guy. That game's right? only
1: existed for like twenty <laughs> years. I don't, I don't. I think it's due. They could yeah. just
0: do with a little bit of a leg up. You know, a little oh, bit of sure. help. A little yeah. bit. Uh, you know, uh, they did win. Um, and I realised as well that what, another category that I was really hoping to, to to win an award in was best setting because in many ways, colossal oh, setting sure, is yeah. kind of a big part of what it was. And I was like, maybe that's another one. Oh fuck
1: off! Win. Don't tell me they won like best saying.
0: Not Call of Cthulhu. No, critical role. I would never stood a chance, did I? Critical no. Role were in that category. They had a setting book that allowed you to play in the world of Critical Role in D- Dungeons sure. and Dragons. Sure.
1: They have a. L- well, to be fair, I- I've never listened, but I understand they have a load of different settings. Yeah,
0: well, yes, indeed. Yeah. I think this is just one of their many worlds. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's like an atlas and, and a setting book that contains everything you need to play in that world. And it's like, <sighs> I didn't notice when I was looking at the nominees that I was up against Critical Role. You see,
1: role. that's a really tough one because,
0: like, is it, is it the best setting? But or, this is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's a world with a continent and an, an ocean. Yeah, and
1: but it's a c- D&D it's a fantasy world. It's not yeah, like... swords and sorcery. Yeah, it's not earth-shatteringly different. Like... No.
0: And I'm not necessarily trying to say mine is, but it's definitely more different. No, it is. It like, is. There's
1: nothing like colossal. Mine's it's a weird, massive castle
0: we- it... that's infinite in every direction and the rooms are so big there are cities and continents yeah. inside the rooms. It's like, weird as hell. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. And I would have thought it was at least a bit more weird and interesting than another continent full of magic and elves and stuff. But everyone knows Critical Role, don't they? So yeah. this, this boils down to the proof of it being something of a popularity contest, which I don't mind. Because if anything, it adds more weight and credence to my win. Yeah. Because despite all of that, I still actually won something, which, which is wild.
1: But it'd be, it'd be like someone bringing out a, uh, uh, for example, a Man United football club <laughs> RPG, <laughs> which becomes massively popular. Yeah. And then that winning best setting... Because it's a very popular game.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. That's yeah. exactly exactly what we're talking about. I'm
1: not saying it's a bad game. It could be a brilliant game. It's probably brilliant. And Man United is clearly a very popular football club. But it's like, well, guys, come on. Like, yeah, it, yeah
0: it's not. There doesn't seem to be much. Like for, uh, um, among some people, certainly some of the voters, much of an understanding of like, hey, let's embrace a new thing. Yeah. It's instead like, hey, let's support something I know. And it, it, case in point being this guy going, oh, sure, hope call a Cthulhu wins some awards. It's like, dude, they've won probably every year for and like also, about 10
1: years. And also let's talk about market penetration. Like call a Cthulhu. It's doing ev- fine. It's everywhere.
0: Yeah. That's another thing as well, actually. This could be a hate, but it's not big enough, really. Is the, uh, there were about three different games with Cthulhu in the name in the awards <sighs> yeah, alone.
1: Yeah, well, let's talk about setting then, because it's also like, oh, hey, um, Lovecraft's dead, and also kind of like a horrible racist. So, like, really bad guy. We can pillage that shit. Yeah. And no one feels bad about it. Isn't it weird? It's like, yeah. it's like,
0: it's like probably one of the only most recognizable IPs in the world that is now copyright free. Yeah. So I could, tomorrow, I could make a Cthulhu game and no lawyer would come after yeah. me because there's no one defending that estate anymore.
1: But it'd be like everyone's turning up and it's like there's four games entered that are all Sherlock Holmes yeah. based. Is that open source as well? Like open, yeah, that's yeah. in uh, the public domain. Right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that could happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's also like, I don't know, there's, there's a big audience for Lovecraft. There is. I, it's like I feel you're kind of like plugging. It's the cat at the door. I think the cat is at the door. You're
0: not welcome on this podcast,
1: Bradley. Stay out. You're, you know what your opinions do. The last time we let you on,
0: still scratching.
1: He's a big fan of Lovecraft. That cat. Yeah.
0: Well, he does have the wrong number of eyes. Oh,
1: Bradley, it's fine. Please leave. We're recording a podcast to a moderately sized audience. He understands. He gets it. Yeah, he gets yeah. it. Well, uh, well, I'm fr- Bradley, no. Enough. Anyway, I, well, I, I think I speak on behalf of myself, the entire audience, and possibly Chris Ray. Possibly, we're very happy for you, and it's Thank very, well, it's very well deserved. Thank you very much.
0: That's very kind. Thank you, appreciate it. And thank you for letting me talk about it. Because I don't think I've really talked about it. No, for God's sake. No, so. I
1: haven't heard about it. Get it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So did, did you like party all night long then? No. If yeah.
0: there was an after party, I wasn't invited.
1: <laughs> and I didn't know it existed.
0: Um, there was It was very much front loaded. There was a lot of cocktails at the beginning. And I guess mingling. But of course, I didn't know anybody. Course, so I had cocktails. Yeah. And I mingled with Ali, who I know quite well. Um, but yeah, to be honest, at that point, I was so like completely like just exhausted from emotions that I was just happy to fall asleep, and I never really got my clock back. I never got my clock into American like time yeah. zones, um and then just I was just exhausted the entire time so when
1: when you arrived home, yeah, was we was jet lagged like non existent it, it was just... there,
0: it was there because I think I'd been somewhat forced to be slightly out of sync, yeah, but I had been. I'd just been sleeping at night at, in America because I was tired, not because I was in any sort of pattern. Yeah. And so then I think when I got home, I was still just incredibly tired, but also slightly jet lagged as well. But I didn't sleep very well on a plane because you don't sleep no, well on planes. No, no, no. So. Uh, I did watch The Green Knight, though. It was quite an interesting oh. film. Yeah. Weird,
1: but interesting. I guess it's kind of hard to sleep with, like, your gold medal in your mouth as well. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's... Uh... <laughs> Guess, There's no holes in it. So I can't like, when, breathe. Through it.
1: It's like when you've won and you're like, you're like, you know, you're, you're kind of like scanning with like all these like big, big players, and you've got like your your like mai tai cocktail or something. You're like, gosh, I finally made it. I'm around all these people, and they just kind of dunk, dunk, dunk your medal in. They just got sucking, <laughs> sucking the juice off your medal. They all just look. I'm like, what? What? Do, what? do we do we not do this? <laughs> Is it? and then they all get their medals and don't get yeah. like hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's a new boy let's haze him he gets Woo! it um, I know it's like like, like like, almost like a Pavlovian thing it's like I just reached out and grabbed this third beer mm. oh just... you
0: should oh you should have it I'm I've got a third of a beer left oh. so you crack on
1: you sure mm. I've had a long day mm. I, I don't have a medal so. you deserved <laughs> it. and you also got
0: chilli in your eye so.
1: thank you yeah Um, we should probably do the podcast yeah I guess we should oh yeah that's why we're here yeah <laughs> Um, I've got hate. Okay. Yeah. It's not chilly in your eye, is it? Because I can understand it. No. Although it could have been, mm. and it's got a waterlogged phone, and it <laughs> could have been. Uh, I hate uh, something I saw on my run. Oh. Which is uh, I've been thinking about a lot since. Okay. I hate twee as hell British movies. Okay. Because as I was running, yeah, I saw uh, a lot of posters around town oh. on like um, bus. Stops and stuff Yep yep Four A new movie A real movie Which is coming out In cinemas Made by adults And marketed to adults Called Fisherman's yes, Friend. 2 I knew you were going to say it I knew you were going to say it Because I've seen it everywhere as well Um, oh, And it's not called like All for one It's all called It's called like All and All and more for men and women. All one. and one Is there something like that? Fisherman's Friend 2
0: Electric Electric Boogaloo <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've actually, seen the
0: trailer for this film Have you? And it's in every bit as twee And and every bit as exactly what you're expecting it to be In every way
1: I, I googled it to find out more And I saw one headline that made me chuckle Where someone said it books for corn in Cornwall Which <laughs> I thought was quite good That is quite good, yeah um, But no, so one can only imagine this is a sequel to Fisherman, Fisherman's Friend's
0: fisherman's friends One. fisherman's
1: friends yes yeah which i vaguely am aware of existing <sighs> Yes. Basically. so it so i believe the story now you've seen the trailer mm. but i believe the entire plot of this franchise because now there's two movies it's a franchise now it's up there with sonic the hedgehog yep That's is true, actually, yeah. based on the real life story oh of how a a group of Fisherman from Cornwall, who had a male voice choir.
0: They sang like sea shanties and shit. Yes. Yeah. Realised, oh, we kind of have a good voice,
1: and got a record deal. Yes. So I haven't seen Fisherman's Friend one. Okay. But I, I would say to myself, oh, I imagine that this is the heartwarming tale of how that came to be. But then I also thought, a literally a split second later, oh, when they signed the record deal. To have their record deal, they probably also signed a film deal. It's oh, so you think actually, there's the real
0: band are the same people? No, in the, oh right, fine. no, no. Oh, but, uh,
1: I see. So, oh, sorry. So there's a licensing.
0: Yeah, thing I literally
1: happening. think that as much as the the, the 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 final act revelation one would imagine of the first film is that you guys you got a film. Gu- guys, I've got Hollywood on the phone. Oh. You've got a record deal. We can save the village hall. Yes. It's Because, you know... We can save old Daisy, the fishing boat.
0: At- She's got a hole in her, but she still sails true, so she does.
1: <laughs> the end. <laughs> you know, walking on sunshine, you know. <laughs> uh, and great, fine. And, and everyone would go, wow, what a heartwarming story. I can't believe they made a movie about it. It's like, mm. I fucking can. Because <laughs> I'd almost guarantee... The, it's the most meta shit in the world mm. some executive went oh so these cutesy like fishermen singers, ooh this is a rags to riches story, ooh. we can market the fuck out of this, mm. let's give them a record deal just so we can make the, the life affirming yeah, yeah. Daily Mail uh, so T and like Crumpets movie of it they made
0: the band purely so that they could tell the story of making the band the whole thing in a movie I would argue
1: the whole thing is cynical as hell. Yep, agreed. And it is packaged as my most kind of rosy-cheeked... It's something that I think, like...
0: Rosy-cheeked is such a good phrase. As
1: far as I'm aware that like, only... Well, maybe other countries do it, but it's a very no, British no, thing. it
0: is. And it's something I was going to say. There's a certain breed of film, and this falls squarely into this film. Yeah. Which,
1: are, as far as I'm aware, only British <laughs> yeah. film creators make. Because you could say that, like, Hollywood is making films... Kind of for an international audience, but... On a grander scale. Yeah. Yeah. Kind, but kind of really for a certain audience. You know? Yeah. But they're, they're thinking beyond a certain thing. Certainly. And then, I would argue, there's probably movies in, say, America, which come out, mm. which maybe don't get that wider reach. Yes. But, they're, but they are, I would say, quintessentially American films.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'll accept
1: that. So you might get, like, an American movie, which is, like, the equivalent of this shit. Yeah. Which is like, it'd be very patriotic, it'd be very proud, it would be like...
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example, but, but I'm, yes. I'm trying
1: to think of the things that like uh, scare I'm working in broad stereotypes here. So, so, but so is this industry. So. But I'm saying like, yeah, this broad scary type of a movie, just for an American audience, would be probably flying a flag, something very brave, the, the noble spirit of America. Yeah. And then the British counterpart, because we don't have Hollywood. <laughs> no. You know, so when... We've got Pinewood. When we make a homegrown movie, Ugh. it's not like, it's not flag flying. It's not it's not any of this kind of stuff. It's very much just twee.
0: We've got to export what I think British culture may think is the only export we have, which is Britishness. And that is inherently a problem. Because yeah. if you don't have anything, if you don't have a culture, <laughs> yeah. then yeah. how are you supposed to sell the world on a British culture? But also like... You've got to make it up. You've got to you've got to create uh, a, a culture that actually none of us live. You know, it's that tweed chocolate box like yeah. uh, cottage uh, story about a
1: rags to riches town hall kind of thing. You've, you've got to do that. Oh my god! Yeah, there was one. Jesus, there was one like if a couple of years ago. You're suddenly just bringing it to me because you you're joking about like oh saving the the village hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear, literally, there was some movie where the plot came out British movie, and the plot was that. Some village hall, some village cinema was going under. Yes. And they wrote to Steven Spielberg to ask permission to screen like Jaws or something like that. This is a real world thing that happened. And now they made a movie about it? Yeah. It's a plot of every damn movie. um,
0: It's like Calendar Girls.
1: Yes. That's like a British staple movie about
0: what was it? The Women's Institute? Uh, a, trying to raise money to save a village hall. A village hall, yeah. probably. And they do a nudie calendar. Yes. But tastefully nudie based calendar. Based on a
1: true story. Yeah, again, but
0: of course it is, because those are fishermen's friends. Like yeah. it's kind of ostensibly based on a true story. Oh jeez,
1: I've just so thought, Harry Potter for fun. I've suddenly it. just thought of another one. There was another one based on a true story. And it was about uh, A yeah. boy wizard. No, it was about like <laughs> uh, a bunch of women. Whose husbands were all serving in the military, uh, and yeah. were in like Iraq or uh, Afghanistan or yep, something.
0: Vaguely remember this.
1: And so they formed a choir. Yes, out, and it was called something really on the nose, like literally like war mil- choir. <laughs> <laughs> just say, like military wives. Like yeah, war. I think it
0: yeah, or the military. Military wives' voices or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the mil- but there <laughs> is that, isn't there? There yeah. actually is a choir yes. of, of C- military wives. Yes, because that happened. Because it's yeah. a true story.
1: So then they just make this boilerplate movie. Yeah, it's easy. About it. Oh, it what's the plot? Oh, I don't know. It writes itself, doesn't it? Well, here's... Okay, so here yeah. we go. So
0: I've seen the trailer, right? So let me let me explain that Fisherman's Friends 1 is exactly as you predicted, or at least I think this is, based on what I've seen of 2, right? Mm. The whole story of the first movie is that they are some unknown fishermen who have great voices. And it's their story of being... Are they struggling
1: because of the fishing industry? I think so. They're certainly not
0: making a lot of money. Not making a lot of money. They're not living a rich... Not in
1: rural Cornwall. (laughs) Lol. Lol. Is
0: anyone? Um, And the story is, it drives to a peak and a climax, which is them getting signed. With trials and tribulations along the way. Right? Yes. So, what do you think two is about? Bearing in mind that one ends with them a success. They've done it. They've made it. They're now internationally renowned.
1: On a broad level... Okay, on a broad level, I'd say... Because you've got to fill 90 minutes. Exactly, this is the thing. It's not, because nobody wants to make this movie. No. But... Certainly not the actors or the storytellers or but the But an accountant works out that if they do make it... It will make some money. Some millions. money. They'll make a couple of million. Yeah. Which is quite small fry. But nowadays. good for the UK. Yeah. At the moment, certainly. So... <laughs> we need it. If I had to fill 90 minutes, I'd be like...
0: We've got to bring them back down. At the moment, they're at the top of their game.
1: Well, I say, like, broad strokes would be they're struggling with fame. Mm -hmm. Possibly they're now touring, Mm -hmm. which is driving a rift between them and their families. Maybe they're feeling, like, certain pressures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody would... There'd be a falling out and someone would leave the band. Fucking
0: nailed it. Literally, genuinely nailed it.
1: Because uh, a classic sequel is, is also just like do the same thing again, but in a different location. 100%. So, where would they go? I so, want to say like America or something like They go to. I think
0: they do go somewhere else. Yeah. The, the, the key thing, which you're so close to getting, but you've just missed, is the fact that they are forced by their record label. To do stuff slightly out of character. Oh god! Yeah, of course. Of course. course, they are. Of course yeah. So they're dressing up in ways that they don't want to dress up. They're losing their connection. They're losing what made them. They're, their true identity. Their, their true identity. Which is singing about fish,
1: right? Yeah. That's
0: really what it was all about—the fish women that they used to love out of the sea, <sighs> the Sorry. trout ladies that they used to love, the trout ladies.
1: Fuck me sideways, and the final act is would is, have to be them doing it their way, going back to their roots. Yeah.
0: And you know what they do? They do a little gig and they do it in Cornwall in the village hall that they probably are
1: trying to save all along. And people turn up and chip. The whole village the turns whole up The whole village turns
0: out and it's not many people but it's all the people they wanted.
1: Yeah.
0: 100%. That's it. That is the story because the trailer tells you everything right down to the end and how it ends. They lose a member and I can't remember whether it's because he quits but there's definitely arguments. There's drama. They lose a member but I think they yeah. might die actually and then they replace him with an unlikely lad who seems as though he's no good for the band and yeah. actually turns out to be great.
1: Okay, but the thing is also, you've got, you've got to have an ensemble cast, haven't you? Oh, 100%. And the great thing about a choir, because we've described two movies that actually exist about British choirs. That's so true. You'd <laughs> have to have... It's great because it gives you like a big cast of characters. I'm thinking like there'll be someone who's really old. The joke will be that they're really old. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's true. They'll be like a couple of comedic reliefs. Well, I was
0: going to say, is there a pair in the, yes, in the group? Yes, that yes. Bounce look, off the likely lads. The, the yeah, daft, yeah. daft couple of lads. And then
1: the, the, yeah. of and then the, the head of the choir, yep. be a yep. Fisherman's Choir He's or the Military Wives Choir. Fuck, so hot. But in a kind of... Yeah, bring home to your mum sort of way. Yeah, in, well, I was going to say in a, in, a, in a bit of a... Well, it's got to be for the slightly older audience, He's a Gerard it? Butler kind of guy. Yeah, so yeah. So he's
0: Gerard Butler, but maybe in his 40s. and bit He's of got gray, a beard. Bit of, bit, a, bit of salt and Little pepper bit in of his beard. gray beard. In that beard but though, he's got a yeah. high-necked, like, woolly jumper on. Yeah.
1: He's like the... He's the guy that
0: women, middle-aged women, dream about when they go to
1: sleep. He's the mid-2010s interpretation of Captain Birdseye, <laughs> where he yes. got a bit sexy. <laughs> young Birdseye. Young Birdseye, Young, yeah. but not too young Birdseye. Not eye. too young, yeah.
0: yeah. And then... Fitty-fitty Birdseye. It's like
1: Ocean's Eleven,
0: yeah, but it's what, as a choir. It's what Clooney is, but like accessible Clooney, like Clooney who might live yeah. down the road and actually sings in the local choir, and all the ladies swoon over him. You've got to have me.
1: You, there's probably one member of a band who's much younger than all the others.
0: Oh, I think he's the replacement guy. He's yeah. like a young buck, and he's like he's not a fisherman or something. He doesn't have the history that they he, all he, have.
1: But he ate a fish once. Yeah, yeah. he fucked yeah. a fish once. <laughs>
0: He ate and then fucked a the fish. So. Well, sure,
1: he can sing lags, but can he fish? And then he cuts to him and he's playing like one of those little... He's got like this little like a uh, magnet. Magnet
0: games, <laughs> yeah, the little mouths that close. <laughs> Fuck me, he can fish as well. Oh, when I was playing the magnet game. And he can sing!
1: Yeah. Yeah. I reckon there is a, at least one scene where the band is at their lowest ebb and they're probably sitting around all looking in different directions. And being, then being very forlorn and then one guy will start singing a sad and mournful tune I honestly genuinely think that's in the trailer (laughs) I actually think think that's in the trailer and he'll sing four lines (laughs) and and then then they'll all join in and then someone else will join in yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and the only time I tolerate that is when the dwarves sing in like Lord of the Rings (laughs) that's the only time I'll allow that um Cots yeah, alive. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Like, but it's not just like Fisherman's Friend 2, which are, we are we are ragging on right now, but it's, it's that breed of British twee movie yeah. that feels like all it's doing is creating an export. Yeah. For, for the world to have an idea of what Britain is and that's the only purpose they're serving because these stories like like we've just proven are so formulaic and so predictable that no one woke up with this light bulb inspiration moment of like I have to tell the story of Fisherman's Friend 2 like you say they wanted to make that movie because it would make money the story was told they'd yeah. made it they'd made their big break the very fact that they have to break them down to bring them back up again proves that there isn't a story to be told because no. if all your sequel consists of is having to take apart everything you created in film one if only Only to just pull it back together again. Then you don't have
1: a story. But also, like, it's almost inevitable they'll do a third one. Oh,
0: now now it'll have to be a
1: trilogy. But here's the thing, but it'll be the first movie, generic paint by numbers bullshit. The second one, you just engineer some crap. But I can almost tolerate the first one. Yeah. It's the second one I almost have a bigger issue with. Yeah. You engineer some crap, but once you've got two out the gate. Here's the big question. Then you do the third one, and the third one writes itself again because now it's the epic conclusion of the saga a saga of nothing and wankery yeah it's not a saga. It's the
0: same way of saying, like, the Skywalker saga was a, was a saga. You yeah. have to say that this one grand story was planned across nine films. No, because there's so many things that happen in those films that are like, well, if this was truly one story, why are we seeing yeah. this bit?
1: Yeah, because it's, it's sort of they're writing it on an etch-a-sketch no. between movies. Yeah. And if it
0: was a Skywalker saga, then literally every scene would be relevant to yes. the Skywalkers, yes. which, of course, it isn't. So it would be better if they just admitted that all those films were basically essentially unrelated. That would have been far, far better. I'm only blasting Star Wars no. because Chris isn't
1: here. But. Well, you're only blasting Star Wars because it deserves it. it's easy. It? Yeah. But like, I think, I think also the thing, there's also like a lot of these movies are very much like these British, quintessentially British movies, are about kind of like affirming a status quo. Because mm. it's funny that like we joke about like, oh, they've got to save the village hall. It's like the plot of every one of these movies. Yeah, it really is. The community's got to rally together to save the village hall. Fisherman's friend, are always fishermen, can't support themselves anymore. Like the, biz- the, the, the fishing industry is falling apart. Military, The military wives' choir, you know, uh, I guarantee there's at least one woman in that ensemble cast who can't make ends meet because yeah. her husband is away at war and she's got like a young kid. And nobody at any point raises her finger and goes, hang on a minute, what the fuck is up with our social care in this country where we can't support <laughs> these people? And what the fuck is up with our industry where this small coastal town is dying that's so true uh, like but, yeah why, why are we forming a major part of our country's
0: identity around the fact that we can't cope yeah but hey because well, it's true but it doesn't
1: fucking matter because they had a whip around didn't they, they had a little whip around didn't they just like they did for major tom yeah with the nhs and the, and the wi got a bit of a few pennies together yeah with and their and nudie calendar and they kept the village all open for oh maybe another year <laughs> maybe less and then we're gonna do it again anyway you know <laughs> but again naked again ladies so don't, don't do a charity run <laughs> Storm the capital, for God's sake Yeah, yeah. let's get to the core of this issue Yeah, Let's get some proper reform I
0: want an Avengers Endgame style team up film Where all of these fuckers who have all had to fight For their village halls stand up and go You know what, let's raise the House of you Commons to, see the... to the ground You want to see
1: calendar girls for fishermen's friends And the military, military wives choir Marching on armed Marching on the House <laughs> of Commons Just smashing big Ben to fucking pieces That's what I want to see And also like to our international audience, like Fisherman's Friend, is the name of a mint. A mint, mm. and I—I th- I don't know. Like, did
0: they? Would make, anyone else get? Did the band that? name themselves after the mint? I have to assume I they did. I have to assume they did. But,
1: but that's not an international suite, no. surely.
0: But I guess to them it sounds twee, doesn't it? It's a t- oh, Fisherman's Friend. Yeah.
1: Ooh. But also, like, I used to see as a kid adverts for Fisherman's Friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The idea being that, as me as a child, so in 1992, say, <laughs> you know. It's like, oh, there are enough fishermen in the UK in 1992 watching commercial television on a Saturday morning where they need to be regularly advertised to to buy a really strong mint. really strong. That they can suck on while they're trying to bring in, like, you know, a quarter tonne of eel. (laughs) Like, this is... That's for marketing strategy of Fisherman's Friend. I had one the
0: other day, actually. Did and you fairly really? Recently, in the like last two weeks, I had, Why? I had one. Why? Someone offered me one. I was like, yeah, right. Where? Uh, we on the prow of, <laughs>
1: of a ship? What?
0: <laughs> I, was, I was an old
1: daisy. I was, and she was holding fast against the tides. <laughs> we were bringing in like Toothy Dan, the narwhal, which no has haunted the Toothy Bristol Dan. Channel. They
0: said he was uncatchable. They did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: man of a pipe <laughs> I, I don't seen him
0: once you didn't see him old Roger like I tell you fuck off old Roger
1: <laughs> you're a liar Roger you're a fucking liar you've been on the old PCP again <laughs> Roger maybe <laughs> so, we're, we're, genuinely you ate a fisherman's friend yeah what's he like Uh, really really strong wow honestly. yeah like potent
0: um, and cause they're like a little, they're brown, which is weird. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they flatten gradually. They're like an oval, like a, like a sort of extruded oval and gradually they flatten until they're like really molecular thin, like a plectrum almost in your mouth.
1: But you're still sucking on it.
0: Oh, I'm still sucking on it. And it's still ex- powerful. Like wow. Cleaning out your tubes kind of powerful.
1: So did that help with the trench foot and hypothermia not at all no. no if wow. anything it made it much yeah. worse I put one in my boot as well and it did nothing <laughs> it's like, it's like me, me with oh gosh I'm freezing to death on the boat of this ship as I'm trying to track down what do I call him like Toothy Dan <laughs>
0: yeah Toothy Dan <laughs> Toothy Dan
1: yeah the and, only narwhal with a full mouth of human t- <laughs> <laughs> but, but hang on a minute let me put a drop of chilli in my eye that'll yeah. warm me up yeah how do you feel Awful. Really bad. This is much worse. Yeah,
0: this is why I'm wearing an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> but hell, what a fisherman. What a guy. He could bring it in with one eye. He could bring in a catch with one eye. <laughs> Thank could... God
1: can he sing. <laughs> <laughs> his rendition of blurred lines is weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Robin Thick did start out as a fisherman, I think. Yeah. He's got that look. Um you don't have the look. I don't think I do either. No. But neither no. of us could be fishermen, no. I think. no No. You have to have a look. No. I think you could
1: just gotta be weathered.
0: I've got a jumper. That there is like a woolly, thick woolen jumper that's coming apart at the seams, brilliant fisherman jumper. Yeah. But I, I no, I, I'm not weathered enough.
1: You have to like it's one I'd thing like to, to be more weathered. It's one thing to wear like a big woolen jumper, yeah, but you actually have to be drenched in salt water, Yes. like all the time.
0: Yes, indeed, and fish piss, <laughs> <laughs> which is fifty percent of the sea, actually. <laughs> anyway, that's my hate. I agree with it. Yeah, thank you, thank my you. My hate is a lot less. Um, <laughs> Uh, in depth (laughs) (laughs) my (laughs) my hate is uh something i've come to call simultaneous walking right and the concept of this is right, picture this right you're walking down the street minding your own business maybe you've got a decent pace on because you walk at a decent human being sort of pace right and up ahead you see a stranger and he's bent down he's tying his shoelace and you think to yourself uh, I sure hope that he doesn't stand up. Oh, no. Having just finished tying his shoelace, the instant <sighs> I am parallel with him, yeah. and then matches my pace perfectly, to the point that we're now, I guess, best friends now, because that happens a lot. Um, and it and I and I and I and I square the blame solely at these people who are just completely oblivious, because all you had to do, let's say you finish tying your shoe, let's say it rolls the reverse, and I'm tying my shoelace. Sure. I finish tying my shoelace. I look up. Oh, just, here, to, just to see. Here comes somebody. Oh, here comes somebody. He's 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 almost parallel with me. You know what I'll do? I'm going to wait for like a I don't know a, a millise- second and a half, literally a like, fraction, maybe not even that. Just so they get on, they get on on their way. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm going to be walking alongside a complete stranger, and then then what? Socially, then what? Yeah. Because I've done this before, right? This happened the other day. I was walking along. Someone was tying their shoelace. They stood up and started walking at the exact same pace as me as I passed them. And now I'm just like,
1: what? Uh, uh, and then they
0: looked at me as if to like, oh, fucking weirdo. Eh? And it's like, you did this. I was just walking. I was just going about my business. You did this. This is you. What? Like, do I talk? Or do I, do I like slow down? Do I pretend like what I ended up doing is I, I got my phone out. And pretended that I was now looking at a text which didn't exist, yeah. and that was an excuse to slow my pace because I was like, "Oh, I'm suddenly concentrating on my phone," and so they then a distance appeared yeah, cause, between Yeah, because
1: what do you do? You either like, if what's like, you either just stop. Yeah, which is weird, and then start walking again, and they're just going to turn around, and look over the shoulder at you, like, "What the fuck is yeah. that?" That's or you weird. like. Accelerate like you jog for a few paces
0: yeah. and then. But I already like when I'm not walking with anyone, I'm already walking quite fast because if I'm not walking with anyone, I'm not enjoying the walk. I'm literally trying to get somewhere. Yeah. So I'm usually walking at my maximum comfortable walking pace. If I go, <laughs> if I have to go any faster than that, I'm going to have to break into a a jog of some kind, which is going to look insane. Yeah. Particularly if we're going the same way and he can just watch me jogging off into the distance, like. it's just mind blowing to me. It's like another one of those things that we've talked about on this show before about like just being a bit more aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And it's like you could just hold on. You could just hold on a second and not walk with me like we're best friends now. I don't know what to do. Like like one time it happened and it was a family (sighs) with a, it was like a mum, her daughter and then her daughter had a pram with her daughter in, I presume. So, so all the generations. And They're all tying
1: their shoelaces. Well, yeah, at the they same were time. even the yeah. baby.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I think they were just fiddling around with the pram. And then as I came close, they started walking with me. So now I'm part of the family, I guess. Now it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm part of. What's your name? The Joneses. I just. Yeah. Don't, I'm
1: Nick Jones. I just don't understand how you can have so little peripheral vision. Yeah. To have any awareness. No, I know. Just, just to
0: let that happen.
1: You see, like, you know, like. Um, Uh, it's like the phenomenon of um, synchronisation like um, they've done experiments and I've seen them and they're like it's not even an experiment it's just a known thing yeah if you have a bunch of metronomes like next to each other and they will just randomly set yeah Yeah. wait a bit they will they will synchronise like the subtle shifting of weight it's wild so there are human metronomes out there (laughs) just adrift in this slew of chaos yeah and then you're, you're just striding past them and they need something to latch onto maybe
0: I'm the asshole because, maybe you are because, but maybe what for existing. They, yeah, yeah. But maybe what they represent is a fundamental human, natural instinct of of synchronization, of combination. of, of let, Let's all walk together. Let's 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 go through this this tough and meaningless existence, but we'll do it hand in hand. And I'm the one who just goes, "Fuck off! Just leave me alone. I just want to walk on my. I don't know who you are. Mm. I'm not gonna. It's so weird. And 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 seemingly all the people it's ever I've ever done it with. <laughs> who are now, of course, best friends and will be invited to my, I don't know. Because you can't escape them. You can't I mean, escape they're them. They're weighing outside. Yeah, yeah, but all of them have been basically completely fine with it. There was that one time that a guy just looked at me and was say, that's a bit weird, what are you doing, mate? But most of the time, they're just like, yeah, they're just walking alongside me. Like, what? how are you okay with this? Like this is so I'm all I'm thinking about now is you next to me right here. I'm like looking at you every four seconds oh, like, this over is my ho- shoulder. This is horrifying. It's awful. It's yeah. so bad. And it happens to me all the time. Like do people just want to walk with me? Is that what it is? Are they just waiting to just because, I, because they look at me and like he's th- this is my guy today. I'm going to walk with him today. This is my walking buddy. I'm going to walk with him. But I almost immediately do something like cross the road. Cross the road is a good one. If you can. Yeah. Just make it look like, oh, I've changed my roots before. Like, it has happened to me. It's probably happened to me, like, five times in my, like, recent do, memory.
1: Do you suspect that, is there something particularly magnetic about you, which is drawing these aimless I mean, probably, yeah. People that's, that's probably you. what it yeah. is, isn't it? I
0: am powerfully magnetic.
1: Yeah, I guess you will, you are wearing your medal in these scenarios. Oh, so, and it's in yeah. my mouth
0: as well. <laughs> you can't <need that> off. <laughs>
1: You've got like a bag of sherbet. Is...
0: <laughs> yeah, this has only happened since I got my medal, so it's only been a week. It's yeah, so there's nothing more to say about it really. It's just fucking annoying. No,
1: right. I mean, I yeah, it's, it sounds horrendous. Like, yeah. I, I've been obviously running a lot lately, and um, so you're running is great, you can overtake people, which is true. It's not quite the same. I just wish I didn't have to overtake people. It's like, I feel this is like it kind of goes hand in hand. It's this general lack of awareness, but yeah. like, you know, running along a pavement, and you know, maybe there's like a classic example just the other day, like a family mm. walking towards you, like a couple of parents, a couple of kids, taking up the whole pavement. They see you coming. Mm-hmm. Like we've got a long run up here, people. Yeah. I know we've made eye contact. Yeah. So it's like, Are you going to? Uh, I mean, there's one of me, there's four of you, like sheer collective body mass. Like I feel you're imposing here. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, okay. So now I'm getting closer now. Oh, it's a bit awkward. Um, Ooh. Ooh. I know. Oh, Okay, you're not moving. I guess I'll... Um, it's all right. To I'll, the road. I'll hop into the traffic. Yeah. Don't mind me. It's no. fine. No, I'm sure I'll be fine against the car. No. Yeah. Don't let me trouble you. I'm sure there's
0: a chance that I will win against a car. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a chance. Yeah. So it is the same kind of thing. There's a, there is a sort of like general kind of etiquette, I think, to the pavement. Yeah. And a lot of people... It plays into a, a hate we talked a, a while ago about, I think, which is like feeling like you're in the way. Yes. And it's like, I think we were talking about how people step out of a shop and then they just stand in the doorway of the shop and then they don't, because they're, ooh, where shall I, ooh, ooh, I go next? Oh, I don't know. And it's like, you, you could make that decision uh, anywhere. Yeah. But certainly not in a thoroughfare where, where people are also trying to leave the shop or enter the shop. No. um, But, the reason that I would never do that is not because I'm some greater moral being than them. It's because the the pressure and anxiety I would feel for being even slightly in the way is too much for me to deal with. So I will move out of the way and stand, you know, in a little piss puddle corner somewhere, just so yeah. I'm nowhere near anyone yeah. while I work out what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah,
1: I had to. I I, I had to pop to the post office the other day. Mm. Uh, the one in town where you're often queuing for hours. Yeah. Uh, and when, when I was heading on my way out of the shop, back when I had a working phone, oh, yeah. I was like, oh gosh, I need to send a message quickly. You know what? I'm going to skip to the side yeah. and duck into this little corner just because. send Radical a Radical notion, apparently. It's like, I, I think I'm just, maybe this says more about us than it does about other people, but it's yeah. like, every moment I'm out of the house, I'm like, I always have somewhere to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine. I want to no, go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And more often, I want to get home just so I can escape this. this so it's all over. This horrendous nightmare of, of interacting <laughs> with the outside world. You know, uh, and, and it's wild. I just can't imagine living so aimlessly. And obliviously as well. Just step a, stepping outside that goddamn shop. <laughs> and It's often, it's for WH Smiths in town. It's so often that oh, town. And that's, that WH Smiths
0: yeah. has a wide it's entrance. It's
1: wide, you could park Thunderbird
0: Bloody 2 in there. You could. Yeah. 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 And yet somehow that is the most congested shop
1: entrance Known to match. I know. It's far as I'm aware. It's like we get get a scientist, get a physicist (laughs) in here because for a moment, somebody steps across that threshold, it's like all higher brain functions just cease. It just kind of stand there. It is
0: mind blowing, and yeah, I think it just boils down to like this awareness and this this, like, I I'm almost jealous. I almost wish I could float through life in the same oh. sort of oblivious sort of way. Can you imagine? Because the, so- the biggest source of my anxieties in this world are the pressures I feel from others. And sometimes they're misplaced. You know, sometimes I think someone's thinking something and I'm wrong. Yeah. Or, or probably oh, the same. anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just imagine, oh, they're probably so angry at me right now. So pissed off. So I'm not going to ever let myself enter into a situation where they could potentially think those things. And yet other people seem to be quite happy to do it.
1: It's incredible. I know. I just, maybe I don't know. Are we just filling our time too much? <laughs> like you know, should we just be drifting, drifting? Mm. Maybe there's maybe maybe there's a uh, maybe they're in the right. Maybe, maybe there's, there's a joy to this. Maybe yeah. they are zen.
0: Maybe that's true mindfulness. Yeah, living in the true present moment is just not giving
1: standing a fuck. in fuck the awning of a WH Smith's. You know, <laughs> kind of just counting. I don't know the air motes or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, just, just flicking the beads on an abacus A pocket abacus that you might have Well, like the clack, you might say to yourself Yeah Yeah.
1: Anyway Well, I feel you Thank you yeah. Thank
0: you so much Do you have a love?
1: Well, I do And, and, and it's only just struck me in the last five minutes or so That I, I was very proud of myself I was prepared I'd, I'd collected two things I wanted to bring to the table hmm. And I've only just realised I've both hates <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know what's going on in my brain <laughs> I, I do not know what was going on with my brain. So I very quickly pivoted. Okay. Can you turn it into a love in some uh, way? I've brought a reserve love out. Okay. Okay. Which is a, it's a genuine love. It's just I was wholeheartedly just going to dive into another hate and <laughs> I didn't even see the kind of cognitive. It's a show called hate. Distancing mean, there. Yeah. But no, I love, well, again, it's kind of connected to what I've been saying, but I love the mindlessness that comes from long distance running.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now,
1: yeah. I'm sure there's some people listening. In fact, I know there's some people listening to whom they're like, oh,
0: Long distance. 11
1: and a half miles. Oh, that's cute. Pathetic. That is not, no. Um, it's been uh, a weird month. Mm-hmm. A lot's happened. Mm. Uh, I've quit my day job. Yep. Congratulations. Ma- thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I didn't get a medal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you one, don't I? Thank you, cheers. Talk Dragon. your What's that sherbet on <laughs> <Covered> in goo. <laughs> Uh, so I've quit my day job, uh, making the transition to being my own man, twenty four seven, doing my doing my own shit, and that's not easy. No, no, no. and I've had a bit of a run up. I've been working part time for a year and a half or so, uh, but it, it's been tricky, mm. you know. And I'm really busy. Mm. That's good. Really busy at that's the what moment. We want. No, uh, tons of shit going on. Mm. And, and to be honest, I'm actually struggling, even with all this time, to balance the shit. I'm I'm working on it at the moment. Sure, and we're we, we're all ostensibly running a half marathon
0: in a, f- a few weeks. In a few weeks, yeah, yeah.
1: and so ostensibly, yeah, <laughs> in principle, uh, and so uh, you know, this year has gone from uh, New Year's Eve, us all kind Going, of
0: oh, wouldn't it be funny if we run a half marathon?
1: Yes, us all kind of like drinking in Chris Ray's house, yeah. Uh, And I believe you and Ali saying, we've been doing the park run. Yeah. Tomorrow is Saturday. And it's what, like half 12 now? On
0: Friday night. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Why don't you come running with us tomorrow? And I'm like, I haven't run in 14 years. That would be fucking mad. (laughs) I'll go on. But still you came. (laughs) All right. Yeah. And it was horrendous. (laughs) Yeah. So it's gone from like January the 1st going like, I think I'm dying. I hate everything about this (laughs) to oh, I'm quite looking forward to the run on Saturday. Interesting. And now I'm like, I'm not going to the run on Saturday because I have my own schedule. Yeah. I have my own miles to run. That's true. That's that's how we've evolved
0: over this time. We went from, in my case, not a runner. Your case, not a runner for 14 years. To, we run the park run every Saturday morning and boy, howdy, what a cool habit we've gotten into and that's great. And then we leveled up, we evolved again into our third and final form, which is, we're gonna run on our own training. I'm going fucking to be very. Schedule. I'm gonna
1: be very selective about when I run. Yeah, yeah. and how
0: far I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lock it into just a five k. Yeah. I'm gonna do something more.
1: And it's really weird how my life feels very weird and complex at the moment. Mm. And now I'm like, I'm itching. Are you to run
0: even right now? Could you go a for a little run? bit? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Right now, I'm running the mental equation about how do I run. Tomorrow morning, indeed. Or do I run tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, knowing that we have a wedding to attend on Saturday. We do. Yep. Saturday's also my birthday. Oh yes, indeed. Which is yes. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, so I'm like, okay, when am I going to get that run in?
0: Yeah, the wedding's kind of stolen your thunder a little bit there. I,
1: no, someone else paid to put on a very expensive party. Well, that's true. Party, actually. you're honor. getting a big old party. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: you're going to get a good old birthday.
1: So my so my weird thing is that like I am now when like, when my life just feels to be getting, like, weirder and more complex and I'm a little stressed, I'm like, I just want to hit that open road. Mm. I just want to run. Because that's the only time that things kind of make sense. Yeah, like- and also the beauty of a run is that once you're out
0: on it, there's no way back except to essentially run back. So you are in this place of, well, I can't do the admin. I can't do whatever. I can't do those things. I can only do this. And there is a huge amount of like mental satisfaction to be drawn from putting yourself in a position where the only thing you can do and the only thing you can think about is the thing you're currently doing. And it is somewhat mindless. Because otherwise, if you give me my home and free time all I'll do is feel guilty about the million yeah. and one things that I'm not doing
1: i haven't like actively done a thing i enjoy in weeks mm. I, I, I this sounds like a cry for help maybe it is i don't actually know <laughs> this like, <is> intervention. <laughs> i don't actually know like what my hobbies are or what i enjoy anymore oh, because struggling with this a little bit yeah it's, because so many of yeah. what
0: were my hobbies have now become kind of my work yes. and like my yeah. livelihood yes. and and i still love that but it's like, well, what do I do when I'm not doing those things? I don't know anymore. I don't know no. anymore. No, I haven't played a video game. No. In, in like three weeks. No. I I've... tried to play one the other day. I was like, what is controller? I know. Question mark. I bought a video game. Did you? Yes. I've not touched it. No. Because I don't know what to I don't know. Like, <laughs> when, when, when do I do this? When do I enjoy yeah. it? I when, don't know. When, when am I supposed to? Like, literally, yeah. like you said, the fact that you checked in on our account, and Thank you very much for that, by the way. The fact that I came back from America and then had to go away again for a thing, a family thing, that forced you to have to look after my cat, has proven that I haven't stopped since coming back No, you haven't, no. To, to, to be able to... I, I had an evening uh, this week where I was suddenly like, oh my God, I don't need to do anything at all. And I fucking wasted it. And I felt shit about it. But I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, though. Yeah. Like, in this time. I know. And I probably should have run, actually. The answer is I probably should have gone for a run. Because that sounds like... I have run this week, yeah. but 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 I didn't run then, and I was like, "Fuck, no. that's that's the answer."
1: Uh, it, it's, I don't know. I keep telling myself there will come some moment where things will it will be fine. I tell myself this all yeah, the time, yeah, but I don't know what it is. Already years ago that like uh, someone commented once, like, "What are all these runners running from?" <laughs> <laughs> like, there's something. What what is it? And I'm like, oh, you're just being facetious, but now I'm like, oh, I know what I'm running. I from. think there is something I'm running from, and it's like. I've found, because I've got quite a nice route now, mm. which is door-to-door, 11 and a half miles. Nice. Which is not a half... That is not a half marathon make. No. But I'm like... What is a half marathon in it's miles? It's like 13 and... Okay, not um, far off then. No. So I'm like... I, and I think I've got an idea of how I can add a tiny bit to that route mm. to make it perfect. Don't run
0: know? the half marathon distance before there. Ah. Well, you have run a half marathon before, I Yeah. Suppose. But it takes something away from what you do on
1: the day. Ah, oh, I don't know. I wanted. to... I was, I was so, so, the other day, I was so close, really? and I was like, I could just push on, and I'm like, but I, I in the moment, I was knackered, and I couldn't. Yeah. But I'd like, lo- I, it's like when the Queen comes to turn on. A nuclear power station. Yes, which they, she does a lot. They don't especially. turn it on in the moment. They've turned it on like 12 hours before. Yeah. Because and then they have a big ceremonial lever the, for her. The it.
0: turbines take a while to spin up. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you don't want it to not work. No, indeed. That would so be embarrassing. I want, I want to be in that scenario. Oh, well, I, see. I, I want to run the half marathon the night before oh, and then turn up. and So go you know and, you can do it. Yeah.
0: I uh, will not have done that. Um, on, the, on the day will be the first time in my life ever I have run that distance.
1: Uh, and it's going to be oh shit sure. It's going to be great. Well, if you sign up wearing a medal, the additional weight. Oh my god, I'll already have won a medal. Yeah, the additional weight will look will be will be awful. But
0: but the additional clink of putting a medal around my neck and hitting an existing medal I'm already wearing. And whoever's wear wearing. and
1: whoever's like uh, kind of edging up on you, just twirl that fucker. That's true. I can bolus them. And that sherbet's going to be a real energy boost. Yeah, well I am. Warm. Like
0: people talk about gels and water and all sorts of stuff you've got to take with you, but I'm just going to have a bum bag full of sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> You just just keep, like gonna... dunking your hands. Yeah, into you know it. how <laughs> climbers put their hands in yeah. those chalk pouches. It's going to be like that, except I'm licking the little thingies.
1: In the rain incident the other day, <laughs> where I was drenched to my skin. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I went I went running, and it was I was really starting to up the distance. Mm. And um, I, uh, in terms of what I was wearing on my lower region,
2: mm.
1: I was wearing my running shorts. Nice, and. Uh, Let's not get too graphic here, but okay. I uh, for that particular run, I went free and easy. Oh, nice. I was like, I, want, I want that breeze. Yeah. And uh, when I get back, you know those kind of like um, stretchy hands you can kind of like slap at a wall? Yeah. yeah.
0: And they're all covered in hair and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That's
1: kind of what was going on down there towards <laughs> the end. Like um, there was a friction and a kind of... Sticky, well, sticky, swingy kind of which uh, everything was a little um raw, mm. shall we say. So I said to myself, never again. Never again, you and said. John's gonna have an undercarriage. Yes. And he's gonna and he's gonna talk up. Oh, you gotta talk. Gotta talc it. Yeah. I don't think
0: I own any talcum powder, but it's a wise choice.
1: Well, I I talked up. Okay. And and it's been great ever since. Real. Now, Fast forward to this rain scenario. Oh, no. Where I... Uh, you talked before you headed out? Oh, you got to. Got to talc. Yeah. And I was like mile seven or eight. And I'm like, well, I'm drenched, but I feel great. Mm. And at some point, my eye wandered down. Oh, no. And I realized that, like, my legs were white, white. with a thick paste. <laughs> Which was... <laughs> Creeping! <laughs> oh, my God. Creeping out of my trouser leg. Do you
0: think you'd pass anyone at this point? Do you think anyone Oh, has... some people saw me. A lot of people mm, saw me, yeah. Mm, great.
1: There is a white... It looks like a Dulux kind of uh, white emulsion kind of just running down my legs, out of my shorts and into my socks.
0: <laughs> He's just coming as he runs. Yeah. Just constantly yeah. <laughs> streaming it out.
1: He looks so happy as well, yeah. Um, running
0: does a lot for this guy.
1: Yeah, it was like... A, it was a soupy mess, mm. shall we say. Yeah.
0: See, my running shorts have uh, an internet inside, <laughs> of it,
1: which I believe is what it's called—Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> an MP3 player built in, and they sort of—the net uh, is is sort of. Uh, collects everything into some sort of like ball hammock in, yeah. inside oh you got it yeah. and the, but then the shorts themselves are sort of area and free flowing yeah. uh, and for the longest time I've been wearing pants under my or boxes underneath my shorts but they get bunched up into this internet and I'm like oh I think I see what the point of the internet is it's so that I don't wear yeah. anything
1: underneath And you get that aeration yeah. yeah
0: and it takes care of holding everything in place and
1: ever since I've switched to that mode you're probably preventing a bit of an inner thigh situation where indeed
0: nappy rash sort yeah. of scenario yeah I mean
1: yeah. it was it was you know biblical yeah but the catch is that if you are if you are talking up in a in a monsoon it looks kind of like the opening scene of jurassic park where they're like kind of you know you undress at the end and that you're having to like get a little brush out to excavate right oh know? i see yeah. yeah it's it's like uh it's caked you know
0: i was thinking of the scene in jurassic park where that <laughs> poison dinosaur squirts poison into dennis nedry's eyes <laughs> i was thinking
1: is that what you is that what john's talking about yeah like no, if you did a
0: it, high yeah. kick you would sort of squirt white liquid into yeah. someone's passerby's face no
1: it, it, it's more like you know you you get off a run and you kind of like you peel off and you can't you can't use your legs anymore mm. because they're, they're ropey as fuck yeah but then it's like what's going on down there oh god it looks like a bath bomb you know <laughs> yeah.
0: it looks like a paleontological dig site yeah, and I'm going to have to brush away I have
1: to let this dissolve for a bit before I can actually find anything Yeah.
0: yeah okay yeah cool well uh, good, good yeah. to know
1: maybe that's how bath bombs are made I don't know but my I think with the route I found, I found that like the first two and a half miles mm. feels like a segment. Because okay. I'm running down to a particular point. That's fine. Yeah. Interestingly I found the first half mile is horrible. Oh, interesting. Everything hurts. Right. Then beyond that half mile, your body's the like, pain oh, this, is, this is happening." Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then two and a half miles—that's a great segment. I feel like, "Oh, I'm burning young energy." <laughs> oh, oh, How youthful I am! Oh, I feel like I'm eating a Kinder Surprise or something, like i I'm just, toy like, and all. Yeah, <laughs> toy and all. You know, I just feel bubbly, and then almost without fail, the next two miles, I start to get like a stitch. Oh, and then I and then I have to control my breathing. Yeah, this is yep. like this is becoming quite uniform. And next two miles, I'm like, I'm like, okay, breathe, breathe, breathe. Mm-hmm.
0: I find in through my nose, out through my mouth, clears a stitch. Mm-hmm. Don't know.
1: I I'm like I force it. Like I I go. <gasps> I like force in as much air as I can. Like stretch like it all l- out. And then like you know and yeah. But then like miles, I don't know like three to four and a half. I'm feeling a little ropey, bit of a stitch. Okay, yeah. And then beyond that,
0: yeah. It's fine. I've noticed this as well. Yeah. Like I don't know whether the distances are the same, but I have to get past this initial kind of like acclimatization period where my body's like, this sucks and I want you to go home. And then, But if you're doing a big loop, the beauty of that is that your body realizes a third of the way in, say, that the only way home is... To run it all out and mm. to come home. And so then there's this like weird understanding that your logical mind and your physical mind come to terms with each other. And yes. they're just like, we just going to have to get through this. And as a result, you reach this kind of like uh, pace, I guess. Yeah. And I at those times, I have felt like I could maybe run forever yes. like this. I could run forever. And the only reason that I stop is because it's a loop and I end up back home. Yes. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Shit, I, could, I think I can do this half marathon. Despite but, the fact the longest I've run so far is 12K. So... Uh, it's twenty. Is the oh, what,
1: half. Is, what is twelve like, k? I, I guess it's over half, isn't it? That'd be like it is over half. Yeah, which seven, I'm happy. Eight, eight, 9 miles. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah, like that. Maybe yeah. not yeah. quite nine, but eight,
0: maybe. Eight, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Uh, I need to get it up a bit more, but as I say, I'm not going to run the distance before the day. But
1: it's so funny you mentioned like having a loop is beneficial mm. because like I was perfecting my loop, and mm. the first couple of times I did it, it was only like nine miles, right? And it's very dispiriting when you get home. You haven't done as much as you want to. Then you're yes, like, yes. oh, I guess I'll run around the block a yes, couple of Yes, I've done this. Yeah, But then you do that and it's very easy to quit. Yeah, Because you're like, easy. oh, why am, I fucking, why am I fucking doing this? I'm oh, basically I, at home yeah. and I kind of want some frosty. Running so. away from home again yeah. is very dispiriting.
0: Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you sort of think to yourself, oh, I can add a K on or something. And it's like, you won't though.
1: Nah, you fucking won't. Why would you? Yeah. No,
0: because there are fig rolls at home in a little tub of What wear. do you find yourself craving? Is it fig rolls? <laughs> it's not fig rolls. No. no. Not when I'm running. I think um, I often have a can of like Fanta or something ah. in the fridge. And I find myself craving uh, a cold liquid broth.
1: Or... I find myself really, cr- a couple of times, generally I find myself craving sugar. Yes, yes. Like mile eight. Ice this is my weird thing. <laughs> I've got a bit of a routine now where I get home and literally the greatest thing I can imagine... It's a cracker covered in butter and jam. Okay. And I will come home and I will eat ten of those. <laughs> and I, and it's like all I all I want is my sweet. I want my sweet. I want my. I want my brown. My brown. My brown sugar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a weirdly specific because I thought you were going to say because I know you have a problem when it comes to jelly babies and uh, wine
1: gums. I, well.
0: And I thought it was going to be get home bag of wine gums.
1: <laughs> oh my fuck. <laughs> My fuck! If there were, this is why I don't keep them in the house.
0: Yeah, I'd de- eat
1: the I de- a whole goddamn bag.
2: Mm.
1: I ate a whole. I ate like two goddamn bags when we went down to a to a skag do, and I was the only person in the car. That's true. Yeah, it's like, easy. Anyone we'll yeah. want a wine gum? <laughs> yeah, John, I would, I would, yeah, John, I would actually like one. I don't worry. No, no, that's been me. Yeah. I sat there in the yeah. passenger seat. I waited a
0: minute, and that was maybe too long. um you know, people, when they go on runs, they have like gels. Mm, I've little, heard about these gels, these yeah. Sa- I've never had one before. It's like a sachet. And you go, it's, like, it's like a froube. Yeah, but, of, yeah. 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 And it's like pure sugar jelly stuff. And it's meant to invigorate yeah. and energize you. And I'm going to maybe try one out at some point. I can it kind
1: of see the appeal because a f- couple of weeks ago, in my weaker moments, I was like, I'm going to pack. And I, I, I shit you not. I wrapped four fruit pastels in a bit of kitchen roll. See, I... this
0: was going to be my joke, is that your equivalent of gels is going to be carrying some white
1: gums Well, jelly. I can see why people like jelly babies, because they're easy to chew. Uh... I made a mistake of, like, mile six thinking, I'm going to get some fruit pastels out my pocket and eat them. Mm-hmm. Very hard to chew while you're struggling for breath. <laughs> it's not good. Ooh, yeah. an
0: American hard gum. <laughs> oh,
1: sports mix. Ooh, I think I'll have a fisherman's friend. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is original. <laughs> um... But no, and then the weirdest thing happened. When I was running in the rain the other day, mm. I drenched to my skin. I didn't get the sugar craving. I got a mustard craving. <laughs> what? <laughs> I shit you not. Mile 10. This
0: is like a pregnant woman. Like I know. Scenario. I
1: know. Like mile 10. The only thing I, I could keep me going. Is there. Like, I knew I'd purchased some mustard that week. Mm. And it's like floating on the horizon. And I got home. And I got the jam out because I think I'm probably going to want some jam in a bit. Yeah. I love jam. Yeah. But I also, I got the mustard out first.
0: What did you, like, did you just want mustard or did you want mustard on something or with something?
1: I got that goddamn cracker.
0: Yes, and put mustard on
1: it. And I snapped it in half and I dunked that cracker straight into the mustard jar.
0: I mean, to be fair, I understand.
1: And I ate about four to five crackers covered in mustard. And and half a jar of mustard. And (laughs) I felt, well, that jar is almost empty now. I felt great. Yeah.
0: There's, there's meant to be some science behind cravings. Oh, it's it's that the body understands that it needs something and it's somehow learned that the thing it needs is present in this certain thing. So it tells you you want sure, that. Yeah. There's men, I don't know if I believe this, but what
1: could, what I, could I your mean, body what, possibly need? What is that magical mustard energy that mm. you know I'm not getting? But horror. maybe,
0: maybe that's the secret to marathon running. Maybe mustard is the answer. Yeah. Maybe people pour water over their heads when they're crossing the finish line. You're going to have a, a bottle of squirty American style yellow French's mustard <laughs> right in the eyes. I need, to run with,
1: I need to run with, like, a couple of holsters. Yes. It's like, jam in one, mustard in the other. <laughs>
0: a couple of teaspoons in each Yeah.
1: Time. I guess it's salt and sugar deep down. I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I heard an interesting thing that uh, don't, on the day, and I'm not saying, like, you were going to do this, but this is something I've taken on board. Uh, on the day, don't run with a water bottle in your hand unless you've been training with a water bottle mm. in your hand because it will just fuck you up because all of your muscles and everything have got used to running a certain way and now you're carrying a weight on one side that you weren't before. So that's interesting. I
1: have a little ring bottle. Ring bottle? Yeah. Have you like seen a, these? Like a ring pop? Well, it's, it's like a bottle which is shaped like a ring. Oh, and you can put your hand through it. Yeah. I've seen those. I've yes. been running with that. You've been running with yeah. it. So there you go. You've been putting it into your it's training. Very, uh, it's very satisfying.
0: I'm going to be taking advantage of all of the stations of water, I guess, because I have not been running with yeah. water. So.
1: There'll be, um, it's not just water. You've got your LucasAid. Yep. Stella. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Vodka. Um, cocktails.
1: Yeah. Handy. A soda float. Yes. You know? <laughs> Gravy. Mustard float. <laughs> got it all. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I will.
0: Uh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed I can understand Where you're coming from I don't know whether I'm quite at the point Where I'm looking forward to Slash enjoying a run But I can understand it I do understand it Yeah Maybe I have yet to get there Who knows Maybe I do have a love Again It's very basic Tell me about <laughs> But it, Here yeah. we go I love <laughs> I love winning awards I love winning awards In Indianapolis Specifically No um, I discovered something called Lenore Crease release <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I And mean, This is a real thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I roast some vegetables at lunch, and I tell you, about 1 p.m., I had a crease release.
0: (laughs) I'm desperate to release my crease right now, and this podcast is really going on. I'm going to release that crease. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Now, this is a real product that humans can buy in shops. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. And it comes in a spray bottle. It looks like Febreze. Sure, yeah. Let's say you've got a conquered-up shirt. And you want to and you want to wear that shirt soon. It's so creased though. It's, I can't it's wear it. It's so it. creased. There's no way to release those creases, right? Spray this on it. Leave it for 10 minutes. No creases.
1: No creases. That's and I was incredible.
0: like that's bullshit.
1: That is, that's sounds like that sounds bullshit. like bullshit. Yeah. yeah.
0: I saw it on a TikTok. I was like this person's lying to me. And then I was in Wilco's, and I saw it there on the shelf. And I was like, well,
1: I kind of want to know. I kind of want to know. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. So you're saying you're patient zero for internet advertising, where... 100%. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Yeah, no, nobody else <laughs> has bought Lenore Crease release until now. They've been stocking it, but no one's been buying it. Um, I brought it home, followed the instructions. I had a crunkered up shirt. I didn't need it. I just thought, <laughs> I just want to try this thing sure, out. Oh, you got it. yeah. <laughs> Squirt it on. You got to get it wet, right? But of course, that hasn't been a problem with this heat wave. Wait, so
1: you're spraying a liquid onto a pre-wet sub... No, no, no. no.
0: You get it wet with the spray. Oh, wow. Yes, it's completely dry. You have to spray. It doesn't take much to make it wet. Uh, And then leave it for 10 minutes, come back. Not creased anymore. What the fuck is going on? What black magic is... I don't understand... Would that just happen with water? Surely this has made ironing irrelevant. Well, I think that's the idea. Yeah, And I have an iron, but the thing is I don't have an ironing board. So whenever I iron, it's kind of a pain in the ass. And I I don't have many things that require ironing, just the odd shirt that I might want to wear for, say, I don't know, a wedding at the weekend. So I was like, well, if this works, this will be incredibly convenient. And it fucking works. It fucking works. I don't I don't I I, I don't have words for it. Some science miracle. So has
1: has this in itself changed your your entire attitude towards clothing and
0: Uh, towards advertising and the general cynicism I approached advertising with the fact that I thought that it was all lies now like well they clearly made a product that actually does something that actually kind of does what it says on the tin and it they sold it and I suppose they'd have to in a way but I always just assumed that these sorts of things just don't really work you know maybe they would slightly work maybe the creases would release but like by 10 percent and you know, they would say, well, that's enough for us to say it, it works, but it wouldn't be enough for anyone to ever repeat buy this product. But no, this actually fucking works. This actually, actually works. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. I, <sighs> I love wow. it. Yeah, I love it. I don't need to it ever again. How long did it take to come into effect? So About like... 10 minutes. Really? But the clothes are still a bit wet at that point. So you couldn't really wear it then.
1: So we could do it live on air. Yeah. Yeah, we could do. We could, could... Ha- we, There's enough hooks in this room. We could hang up a T-shirt. We could
0: start at the beginning of the show. I could... Tsk 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 at the beginning of the show. And then, like, we could check in 20 minutes in, and it would probably be crease-free at that so, point. So,
1: aside from any potential fumes that we, would be released in an enclosed space... It's, it
0: smells quite nice, actually. It smells like Febreze. We could... We,
1: we could and should do this
0: on air. We should do a scientific... We should do a control... Where we have another squirty spray and it's just water. Yeah. Because what if getting anything water with a, getting anything wet with a spray, maybe that gets creases out? I mean, I maybe. think there'd
1: be a slight element of that, surely. Because
0: it would weight it down, right? Yeah, yeah. And if it got... Like, it doesn't get sopping wet. It doesn't get wet like you're washing it. No. It just gets like surface wet, like you've got a bit sweaty in it kind of thing. Because if
1: you've got like a... I haven't ironed in a very long time, but if you've got like a... Back in the day, if you had like a bad crease and you're ironing it you'd press that special button, <laughs> spray, spray a bit of water on it. Yeah, you would, that's true. So the secret, or steam or the secret yeah. is water or steam. Yeah,
0: but I'd be interested to know whether this is just getting it a bit wet makes the creases go. And if that's true, Lenore crease release is kind of a lie. It works, but it only works because anything would work and that therefore I have been, I've spent have spent two forty nine on a bottle of this shit, and it's actually just water with a slight fragrance in it. It has brought you a lot of happiness, though. It has. I haven't read the instruc- uh, The ingredients. <laughs> I did read the instructions.
1: Do not use inside your house. <laughs> Do not breathe Do not fumes. use in the presence of yeah. cats. Do yeah. not use in the
0: presence of humans. Um, no, I, uh, I don't know what the ingredients are. I should check that out. No. But even then, if it said something like sodium acyl sulfate.
1: What if you read the ingredients, and there, were only, and there was only one, and it was called earth? Like uh, a (laughs) flutolium, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or just like ingredient Y.
1: (laughs) Smootholium B. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds made up. Yeah. like neutralium it'd be like uh, uh, those those adverts for like you know the science of makeup you know like <laughs> new l'oreal you know yeah. crease slap you know <laughs> contains pure butoleum yeah you know, and
0: biospheres
1: and bio gorgeous you know <laughs> yeah energizing attractivium <laughs> Interacts with the sagging skin in your face. Gastrochilium
0: yeah. B12, present in every squirt.
1: Yeah, pure flatolium energy <laughs> is energised through the, the, the crease weave of your clothing. Wow. I'd believe it. I'm 100% invested yeah.
0: in this. Yeah. yeah, I'm 110% invested. Yeah.
1: Um, we should do a test. I like the
0: idea of a scientific mm. control-based
1: test. Of?
0: It would need to be the same item of
1: clothing couple of t-shirts A couple of t-shirts Same yeah. fabric Similar weave Similar weave Yeah, similar tog factor
0: <laughs> We would uh, need to crease them in the same ways Just bundle them
1: into a box Yeah, just, I mean, That's generic fine. wear and tear That's you know. fine And then, yeah, just try them
0: both out Interesting okay.
1: okay Let's do that We'll do that live on air We'll hang it up And then at the end of the episode We'll look and see which is
0: Which has released the most creases mm. Yeah Okay, mm. okay, I'm up for it I'm up for it
1: But either way, I love it well, I guess we've reached that magical point in the episode then, where we have to ask ourselves, what one—love mm, or hate? Indeed.
0: Well, if you're asking me, and yeah, I suppose you are, because I'm the only other person in this room, and that would be really weird. Um, I think that hate one tonight.
1: Oh, interesting. Mm, I
0: was going to say that there's there's some power in the hates tonight. I feel there's some hate in
1: this room. I feel it's like a kind of it's almost like a kind of like a quasi love, but I feel like the general. All the, all the discussion about that award you won.
0: Mm. Well, yes, it that kind of, was some positivity. It, wasn't it kind
1: of left me feeling a degree of warmth. Yeah, almost joy.
0: Yeah. I'll admit I hadn't taken that into account.
1: And but it's I, not, yeah, but it's not, you're right. Right, to, right not because to, it's because there were rules, rules to this. Yeah.
0: There were rules we have to adhere to. Yeah,
1: I mean, and Fisherman's Friend. I mean, like, fuck Fisherman's Friend. Fuck fish, Fisherman's Friends. Maybe more so than any episode. I feel really on the fence about this one. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I wonder what
0: if it's what if it's an what if it's an indecision. That's impossible. Is it? It couldn't happen because what if this is the one thing that will call Chris Ray back? The only thing that the Alexis, look,
1: Let's be honest. The only thing that allows us to escape this grim, the gr- the grim blood pact we've entered into is that mm. every week. Our hour and 40 minutes to two hours is over when we when we make it when we make a choice. And without a tiebreaker, if you if if you go where I think you're going with this logically, mm. without the power of Chris Ray, mm. we may never escape. We may be trapped here. I wonder I wonder
0: whether it it's it's what we have to do. We have to be honest with ourselves. No, I choose <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>